I'm so excited. So we are toasting the, the shot? Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah, we are, man. Yep. Ready? But it's going to clash everywhere. So we just use these. We all have a glass. What do you think? <sighs> Whatever you want. I don't want them to go everywhere. Come on. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Are we recording? The whole time. Oh. The whole thing I got to drink? You didn't get me in the beginning singing, did oh you? Oh, my. No, 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 no I didn't. Okay. The man rolled his good? chair back. So I already gorgeous. smell it. I'm going in, baby. <laughs> did, I get, did I get? Did <laughs> I got Ashton already, oh, dude? I didn't even do even anything. Swallow the shot. I didn't even do anything yet. He's not even no. gonna get in class no. here. I don't know why you can't swallow a drink. You can't drink the shot. It's gonna ruin it, dude. You're gonna have to make another one for him. It wasn't him. even bad. No, that's what I, it wasn't. I was just coughing because I had something in my throat, <laughs> and I sent Ashton to the floor. What'd you uh, think of that? Um, to be honest, I forgot what it tastes like already. I didn't hate it. Son of a... Did you get to drink it? Yep. Okay, he drank it. He just had to exit the room. Okay. <clears throat> I taste cherry or strawberry or... I already forgot what it tasted like. But it smelled good. Um... What is it? It's banana pudding. Banana oh, pudding. Oh, on the spot! Wow. So you made us a you made us a shot. That's what. It, what like brand is it? Like what is it? Well, let me show you. No, Wait, no, no. Just you tell know, us. You know what? You don't it, have to show us. I wonder if that banana pudding had uh, those. Uh, what are those sweet sweet cookies called? The we van- talked about it on vanilla last week. Wafers? Vanilla yeah. wafers. Vanilla wafers. It tastes like those. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I would have never guessed it's that. Moonshine. Moonshine. Yeah. Wow. So they do um they do coffee flavor, banana pudding, uh pecan flavor, butter pecan. Uh hmm. they do a bunch of flavors and this is apparently one of their most popular. So that was really good. I went with this one. What uh <clears throat> percentage alcohol is it? It's like eighteen. That was really good. Yeah. It's not even that much. Yeah. But then you also made us Moscow mules. Again. Yeah. Heavy the poor was. Really? <laughs> okay, Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ash, I, I hope mean, you packed a bag tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really good. Yeah, that's good. But I love Moscow Mules. I will be doing more of these tonight. Is it smart to mix? Who cares? Did you pack a bag tonight? No, I got to work tomorrow. So what are you doing? He does this every night. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's right. Thanks, Ash. Hey, so um, just something lighthearted to get started on. I don't know if y'all saw or uh, read the note that I put in our group note, but the world's oldest living dog died this week. Is that lighthearted, though? He died. Yes, but I believe... 22 seems young. 22 years old. For a dog, no. Guinness Book of World Records, though. Really? It was a toy fox terrier named Pebbles. Okay. Pebbles was no longer with us, but... It's sad. I don't know if it was a boy or a girl, but Pebbles was with us for a long time. Yeah. 22 years old. Um, 
How old is Ellie? I believe, I thought she was 11. My mom thinks she's 13, I, which that kind of adds up with when we got her. She was, she was pretty much a puppy, maybe six months old when we got her. Um, yeah, I think about 13 in September, actually. Last month was her birthday. We just don't know the exact date. So imagine if Ellie lived nine more years. <sighs> Lord willing. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Because dogs average, like even dogs that live a long time, I think 15 is like the, like even labs, Ellie, they're 15, 16 years, if you're lucky, you know? Yeah. 22 is a long time, which is crazy because like most, you hear most animals, like a tortoise lives thousands of years and those kind of animals, sharks and stuff. You yeah. hear a dog died at 22, oldest living dog. You're like, eh, it's not that long, but that is really long. I don't think sharks live thousands of years. No. <laughs> or tortoises. <laughs> yeah. I think tortoises are, hun- like they're doing really well if it's hundreds of years. Oh, really? Not thousands, no. Am I thinking jellyfish? I don't think they live that long either. Really? Is in jellyfish the longest like lifespan of a thing? I've never heard that. I bet your dad would know this, Tim. What? Like a, are a you listening? A tortoise lives up to 150 years, but the average is close. 80, which is wasn't even there's close. definitely a, a kind of tortoise in China though that lives hundreds of years because there was one that died not too long ago and it was over 400 years old and it was living in a Buddhist temple pond. So the man probably meditated a lot. Monks just fed him every day. That's right. Lived a good life. I got a, a lot of ginger beer in that sip. It's like... So you and Ash <clears throat> have a whole bottle of ginger beer in there. Why don't you? I didn't pour myself as much. <laughs> Heavy the hand was. Yeah, apparently. Only with us, though. <clears throat> Would you guys like it with less alcohol taste? Am I wrong? I think you are, because that's a strong ginger taste. I wish you would have just went with what you did last time. The, like, proper mixtures. You're just winging it this time. <laughs> <laughs> but also, thank you for making me Ash, drink. what does yours taste like? The proper mixtures is what the man wants. It tastes good. Uh, it's still good. I think it was just that sip. Got the critic over there. It's the chair. Yeah, yeah. yeah the so boss chair. That, that executive I, chair. So I, I confiscated the executive chair from Tim this week, and I took it. Put the pin down, Jess. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I did pick it up as I said it. That's weird. Maybe a principal died in this chair. You think it's like possessed with like a like a powerful, Could powerful be. person? There is a strange figure above you. Talking about Selena Gomez? No. He didn't say sexy. He said strange. Oh, oh. Well, you were looking in that general direction. Above you. She's always above me. Indeed. In spirit. <sighs> yeah, so, so Pebbles, uh, Pebbles is no longer with us. Um, That's sad. Something else kind of just lighthearted that I thought would be kind of funny. So the California governor, Gavin <laughs> Newsom, um, also known as Gavin Boobsom, um, <laughs> All the problems that California has, and the man makes jaywalking illegal this week. <laughs> Isn't that always been illegal, though? I mean, pardon me. Jaywalking is now legal. It was illegal, but is now legal. <laughs> so, <laughs> all the problems California has, and Gavin says, you know on. what? P- 
People should be able to walk in the streets wherever they want to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, like, people get arrested for jaywalking anyway, or fined, you know? Right. Now it's just like, which really not bother with it. Yeah. So... I also saw that Biden said, I think he tweeted maybe yesterday or today, <gasps> saying that all previously convicted people that had possession of like marijuana are now going to be pardoned. Presidential pardoned. Yeah. Yeah, he did that today. Yeah. Like, why are we focusing on this kind of stuff? You know? And I still think it's ridiculous. I've always thought that was ridiculous. They committed, I don't know, we're not getting, I don't want to get into that kind of stuff. But they committed a crime at the time. It was a crime. They should serve their time. That's what I think about it. You know, even if it's not illegal now. You know? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, if you're in L.A. anytime soon and you say, you know what? I'm not going to go all the way down to the crosswalk. I'm just going to walk in the middle of traffic. Yeah. You can now legally do that. Tell you what, it sounds like Forest Park to me. Oh, yeah. That's all I do. That's a land of lawlessness, though. Yeah, that's true. Anything off Terra Boulevard. You know what I saw today? The uh, Super Mario movie trailer. Did you guys watch it? So, strange question. Did you happen to see Mario's hindquarters in that trailer? No. Okay. It's a meme going around right now. So, apparently, they just nerfed the man's rear end, (laughs) where it's just flat. And some previous image, the man had... um, large cheeks and now they're just flat and the internet's not happy about it. Yeah. And they think that the portion of the trailer that showed his back view got removed. (laughs) So yeah, I'm sorry to just completely derail you there, but uh, continue. I I don't have anything else to say about it. I just think it looks good. Was it good? Yeah, it looks, it looks amazing. Really? Did you see it? So none of no one saw it. No. So I meant to watch it today. It's two minutes. You ran out of time? I didn't have any time. Ah, interesting. I liked it a lot. I think it's going to be really funny. Luigi Mansion vibes. Did you get any of that? No. You didn't even see Luigi in it yet. Oh. You see Mario and Toad. In the beginning is Bowser attacking an ice castle like it's like it's Game of Thrones. And it's really funny. It's got that like witty humor, but also, I don't know, it looked good to me. I know a lot of people are bashing that Chris Pat, what? Chris Pratt is voicing Mario. And he didn't talk a lot in the trailer, but he did not sound like Mario whatsoever. So I'm going to wait and see how, how I feel about it. Not yeah. even an accent. Interesting choice. Yeah. It, it's Chris Pratt. You know, he's big now. I think they just wanted a big name. I don't know. Bowser does not sound mean whatsoever. He's got a normal voice. Jack Black. Is that who it is? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. So I think he would have done better as the voice. It really didn't sound menacing at all. But he looked really cool, and it made me want to go onto the Lego website and buy that Bowser Lego. Yeah, it's in my cart right now. I'll say that much. Listen, when it came out, or when it was released, you said, day one, purchase. I'm already saving up for it. I did say that. And I actually do have the money for it, like, put aside. But So what are we waiting on? I not it yet. I don't know. I think it's out of stock right now, honestly. I think it might have been back-ordered, but I put it in the cart anyway. I don't know. Well, That's listen, cool. when you go to the Lego store next week... I'm not going next week. You said you were going to go before you I hit was, the road. Yeah, I was going to. We're driving like in the morning, 
if I was staying the night there, then it would have. But if I stayed the night there, that would have cost me the money to get the Lego, so I decided not to, in case I want to order it online. Save some money there. Yeah. I think it's smart. All right. All right. I mean, you're on vacation. Spare no expense. I am on vacation right now. Yeah. Where are you going? I'm going on a cruise starting Monday. I still don't know where we're going. I just know we're stopping on two islands. Can we just backtrack for a second? Why not? Please. The man's living the life. You don't have to tell me. Cabin last week? Yeah. This week, work three days, three and a half. Four. Now your boy's on a cruise. He's on vacation mode. Yeah. Vacation Jesse's making an appearance tonight. I told you. Well, when is he going to come in? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, man. (laughs) Appreciate that. (laughs) Ah, He's here. Hey. (laughs) You know what's really funny about this notes tab that we keep? You have yet to put a single thing in it, and we're on episode six. You have not put in a single topic. I I literally, it, it doesn't even cross my mind to put anything in that note. It's insane. It's all me, Ashton. I I don't even. I know you guys think about this. I have when I think of something, I can't take my phone out. Unlike you two, I'm sure you could. No, I couldn't. I text you all the time at work, and you answer me. Who cares? You have headphones in. No, I don't. Why not? I can't do that. (laughs) Why not? All you're doing is counting inventory. You can't throw headphones in and just go to work, count stuff. I'm sure that's a huge liability uh, in a warehouse. We did it at UPS. That's a totally different. Either way, though. you still it's not like you're working 24-7. If you have a thought when you're like at home. It. Yeah, but you're not. Like it. But you're not. If you have a thought at home, you don't jot it down? No, it's the last thing on my mind when I get home. Really? The mm-hmm. podcast is the last thing on your mind? You know what I do when I get we home? We think about it all the time. You know what I do? <laughs> you, you crack open a cold one, don't you? Well, yes, I have a beverage <laughs> while I'm showering. It's called a, a shower beer. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait. Me and Jake do that. You don't do that? <laughs> you are kidding me. A shower beer? Never heard of it? <laughs> don't act like this is a known thing. That has never, ever been a thing. There is Hold no on. way. I mean, if you're going to Google it, obviously something's going to come up. Why do you drink a beer in the shower? Because it's been a long day. You can't wait five minutes? That's like people who brush their teeth in the so, shower. Does anyone do that? I think it's insane. I don't know how deep in detail I want to get, but what I do is I put my <laughs> phone on the shower, watch YouTube, and drink a cold one. That is, that's, weird. that's weird. I don't think that's weird. You two might just think it's weird. How long are you in the shower? 20 minutes. You take a 20-minute shower. My hair takes a while to wash, and then I condition it too. <laughs> are you Jesse? Are you one where you're just like, let me get in here and in get and out, out as fast as possible? In and out. I spend ten minutes making the water as hot as I can stand <laughs> it, and just letting it hit yeah. hit my neck and shoulders. Mm-hmm. Like I just stand there for ten minutes, then I just get it done and get out. I don't think a twenty minute shower though is bad. It's not, and I was about to jump on you for it, but I know I take abnormally short showers, so I can't judge. 
I mean, I last maybe a song and a half. I don't even think that no, long. Not, yeah, maybe not even that long. It's like long. three minutes. Yeah. Yeah, but I that's what I do. Time. Shower beer. I don't know if it's weird to the people or not, but they can let us know. <laughs> I'm, sure, sure. I'm sure the Belgians sure they, do it. Yeah, sure they will. It'd be ridiculous. But, um, yeah. By the time I get home, shower, eat, it's 8 o'clock. Yeah. Trust me, man. Yeah. Uh, it's And then I go to sleep at 9. Not enough time in the day. This is what no. my new my new job's been like. It, yeah, but we don't have to talk about work. No, no. Listen, well, just my podcast. Listen, man. I hope you enjoy your trip next week. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, appreciate y- that. You've earned it. I knew Tim was going to laugh about that because of the way you said it. You were <laughs> smirking as you said it. You looked at him and said it. <laughs> because I can't ever enjoy it because I knew he was going to laugh. And you knew I was going to laugh. That's why you said it. I know. And then you knew Jesse was going to get irritated. That's why you said it. Full circle. It's all right. Jess, enjoy your trip. We're going to move on. We'll get back to you next week after your cruise. Hey. Shut up. Yes. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, money. I work hard. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do, Jess. Yeah. Look, I we believe know, We know you do. <laughs> and okay. you should enjoy your money. <laughs> hey, so... Um. Have you guys paid any attention to Elon this week? No. Um, besides the fact that I've seen Tesla stock drop, no, I haven't paid attention to him. Yeah, so as he likes to do, he just keeps himself in hot water all the time. Apparently, he put out a poll on Twitter about the Ukraine-Russia conflict and that, uh, I don't know the particulars, but it made the Ukrainians really upset. What, what could it possibly was something be the along poll? the lines of they needed to come to a peace agreement as soon as possible, even if that meant possibly letting Russia like, have some of what they wanted. Oh, no. But then he was like, "I'm completely pro Ukraine," but it's so crazy because the new technology that he's got that puts satellites up in space for internet. What is that called? I'm blanking on it. Uh, the um, it's going to come to me. But anyway, he's got this new. Uh, Wi-Fi satellite company that he is putting satellites over isolated regions that don't... Starlink? Starlink, there you go. Uh, He sent these Starlinks back at the start of the conflict and they've been so invaluable for the Ukrainians because Russia can't hack them. So they've been able to do communications. Imagine that I was thinking about this uh, a few weeks ago when I was reading something about it. So imagine if Elon just never did anything else in his life except for this one thing where he saved who knows how many lives as a result of them having secure internet to be able to correspond with people with, right? Yeah. It's like if you don't if you don't do anything else and you live only for that, like your life was more than worth mm-hmm. living, you know? So the guy is just Tony Stark. Yeah, in real life, it's, yeah, it really it's is. crazy. But um, the he reapproached Twitter. I so know. originally, there was a forty-four billion dollar offer that he put in. Twitter accepted it, but then there was some kind of disagreement on what percentage of their user base was bots. He believes that it's much more than what Twitter was saying that it was, and it was something ridiculous. Like Twitter was saying it was five percent of their users. Um, so 
he backed out and then Twitter sued him for not going through with the deal. Now he's come back and has made the $44 billion offer. Well, since Tuesday or Wednesday, um, Twitter is now saying they're not going to accept it. So who knows what's going to happen? He may end up buying it or he may not. But what he did talk about this week, amid everything else, is that if he successfully acquires Twitter, he wants to build something called X. And he put up a link to X.com. Like just the letter X.com. And there's speculation that he wants to use X to make this all-encompassing app similar to something that China has where you do your messaging, your phone calls, your social media, even payments, all through this one app. That's, that's scary. So that scares you? Because could make everything in your life is in that one app. And you know what else I forgot about? While we were uh, at the cabin last week, they revealed that AI robot yes. that Tesla had built. Yeah. yeah. I don't like all this, yeah. I, for, I forgot all about that robot. That was creepy. Changes yeah. your mind on X.com, doesn't it? You know, Tim's Tim's initial reaction perfectly sums up my sentiments towards this, which was, Tim said, why do we need this? <laughs> yeah. We don't. It'd be a better place without it. Yeah. <clears throat> That's because someone can make millions of dollars off of it. Or they can strap weapons to it and... <laughs> The robots go crazy. Uh, which there's, would make there's people no millions one, of dollars. There's no one pulling the levers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah, it, it would in war, but there's no one pulling the levers. And I mean, he's Tony Stark. You're totally right. Yeah, just that could be a weapon. And what's worse is we made movies <clears throat> about no robots from Hollywood about robots going crazy and killing mankind. Yeah, Terminator. I robot. I robot. I robot. I mean, we're just we're just feeding into it. And it's going to happen to us. Humanity's stupid. It's going to happen. They're stupid. Money. It might not happen in our lifetime. What do you mean, might? It's happening. He created the robot. Yeah, but who knows how long it's going to take for them to Two years. They said two years. It's going to cost less than a car. And it's running off the same AI as the Tesla self-driving. Here's the thing. You know Rogan's going to own one. You know every rich person in Hollywood's going to own one. It's going to be they're going to be everywhere, man. Would, Concier- you, would like, you rather have a car or a robot? A car. I don't want a robot. Well, I don't want a robot. It's horrifying. <laughs> so it can bring you meals in bed and turn off all your lights? No. And 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 do all your chores. Mow I your have lawn Siri for that. And even she sucks. I don't want another robot in my life. And I pay somebody to mow my lawn. <laughs> The last that's bite. that's what someone says who takes two vacations I in the know. same month. All right, <laughs> this is getting ridiculous. I hope Savannah doesn't listen to this. She doesn't. No one does. I don't know. Why would I want a robot over a car? You would want a robot over a car? Well, it depends what car I had. But no, I don't want. No, a, a Tesla. If you go to a Tesla dealership and you get to pick a robot or a car, the robot drives you your Tesla. No. <laughs> you don't know the, the Tesla is a robot though. It, it is. The AI robot has Tesla's brain. Yeah. I don't want a Tesla anyway though. So you'd rather pick a robot? Mm. 
So you want neither? Mm-hmm. Then why'd you pose me that question? Because that's the kind of question I'm going to ask you because I know you could get one in the future. <laughs> We're just having fun here. Are we? <laughs> we? We is a loose term. But <laughs> don't sip your drink like that in anger. Angry. He's having fun. Vacation Jesse. Yeah. Yeah. He's long gone. <laughs> Can we talk about cars for a minute? I just passed my four year mark on owning my car. Owning your car? Yeah. Borrowing my car until I pay it off. Oh. The new car, the Mustang? Wow. I just got a notification from Credit Karma last night Uh-oh. saying, His Congratulations. Arms are up. 33% of your car loan's been paid off. Hey. Yeah, it has. There we go. <laughs> How long has it been? A year and a half? I got it February 21, so a year and eight months. Yeah. Yeah. Out of, uh, you got a couple more years left, I'm assuming, to pay it off? So it is a four or five year, I think it's a five year loan, but I've been doing one and a half payments every month. Yeah. yeah. To hopefully have it paid off in three. Awesome. So it might be a little bit longer than three, but I don't want it to go past that. And you talked about getting another Honda, an older car. Yes, I want to get a 90s model, either Civic or probably Civic, but um, like one that I can kind of put some love into, fix it up. Breathe life into it, as my dad would say. Exactly. And get a just really cool color that you don't really see on cars very much. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Is there a reason why that year or that era? I just like the way that they look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are they sporty? Is it like a got a big motor in it or something? Or you just yeah, I guess. There's been uh there's a guy that works at my last job. I had to go to the UPS store a lot on uh, across the street from from my office, and there's a, a kid that works in there, and he had a '90s uh, model, and it was almost the color of the Heritage cherries on SGs in your brian may signature like that color red and it's got white rims on it sits real low to the ground manual transmission yeah it's just cool cool so i want to once i get my car paid off i want to do that and then i am going to get a type r at some point really i just got to decide how long i want to keep my hatchback but um the type r's are just now would you sell your hatchback to get it I don't know. Like once you pay it off, I mean, you, there's no car payment. Yeah, so. but that could be your down payment on the Type R, you know. I know, but and not make it an eight hundred dollar a month payment. But what we could do, like what Jesse does, is we could have a weekend car, okay, and then have a commuter car. That's the hatchback could be the commute car, and then on the weekends. But on, then you'll have three Hondas at one point. Exactly. So we'll have one car for Saturday and one car for Sunday. Oh, my God. <laughs> or, or we can alternate weeks. <laughs> to be clear, I don't have three cars right now. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Well, you would really have three cars at once. Um, Yeah, we'll see. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But, um, yeah. Good I would, for you. I would, don't. I'm, yeah, I'm, Ash, I'm, how does it feel to have all that money and to have three cars in your near future? But we don't. I only have one. You have two. No, you have two. What are you going to do with, uh, so when Savannah gets a new ride, are you going to trade her car in? I'm going to use it as, basically once we get to the end of the negotiation, if I'm not exactly where I want to be, 
then I'll be like, hey, I have this car. How much trade-in will you give me? You know? And then if they don't give me a decent value, I'll just fix up what little things need to be fixed and then sell it on Facebook Marketplace or something. Mm-hmm. I'd rather trade it in. If I can get it down to the exact number I want, I'll do that. Yeah. But I'm not going to go in and be like, hey, I have a trade-in and I want this car. Yes. You that's that's yeah, kind that's of the strategy to, strategy to go. Yeah. So we'll see. I thought about keeping it because <clears throat> it's, it's probably not worth that much. It's pushing... 260,000 maybe. Wow. It's got a lot of miles. Yeah, sweet. Uh, Window doesn't work. Radio doesn't work. Just fix the AC again. Like it's not, it's not a, it's not worth a lot. They go and go, man. Yeah, that's the thing. They go forever. They're like Toyotas. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do with it. So for your mark for the, yeah, because you got that car before you got married. Yeah. Now I got two more years. Two more years on my car. I'm really excited. You're talking about your loan? Yeah. So what are you, are you going to level up? No. No, I'll keep it. You're going to keep it for mm-hmm. a little while? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because then we're going to focus, like, I don't want to have more than two car payments for a long time. So we're going to get Savannah's next year, hypothetically. I'm going to try to work on paying my car off sooner. The thing is, I have no interest on my loan, so I'm not in a rush to do it. Right. So... I don't know. I've been getting a crap ton of emails, though, from Ford, you know, saying, hey, we have a customer who's looking for exactly yeah, your car. There's a car shortage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're offering me ridiculous, ridiculously more than what I paid. But then I'm like, well, then what am I going to get? Right. So I don't want to upgrade. I really love my car. I really do. I haven't loved a car like that in a long time. The fact that I got it with 73 miles on it, you know, it, there's something cool about that. I'm the only person to sit behind that steering I know wheel, it, man. you know. Yeah. So there, I really like it. There is a pleasure in getting in a new car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, what I want to do is uh, eventually put, you know, put some like matte black racing stripes on it, upgrade the rims, maybe in a long-term future, just put a new motor in it. Like maybe once it, you know, starts pushing 120, maybe 150, maybe get like a V8 or like a 5.0. Yeah. Throw it in there. I don't know. Um, but I just really love that car, man. You know, yeah. it's cool. And even the little marks and dings it has on it, it's like I experienced it. Like all those things are like, you know, I put, you know, I put 62,000 miles on it already, you know? So there's something cool about it. There's also something cool about the idea of hypothetically keeping it until it turns into an old car, you know, like the other one I have, the 72. Like, I don't know. I don't think I'll keep it that long for sure. I don't you think won't. I don't think it'll last that long. <laughs> But you won't keep it that yeah, long. There's something cool about like hypothetically if I ever get a newer car. Which one, you will. Yeah. Like keeping that for like when my kid turns fifteen or something, you know, like let him drive that old car, you know? Once you get this concrete parking lot poured out a whole here, parking lot of Mustangs. It's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be parking for days. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I've when I bought the car I had that thought of like, wow, like if I took care of this car, kept it fifteen, twenty years. It could potentially be my kid's car one day. Yes, and you wouldn't have to worry about buying a car for them. Yeah. yeah. That's a lot of power for a first car, though. It's not really that powerful. Is it wise to put a, a youngling in a uh, <laughs> yeah. in an American muscle car? I mean, my first car was a, a Firebird. 
and did, uh, 76 Firebird. Did you drive responsibly in of that car? Of course not. Okay. Of course not. Me and Tim were tearing up the streets in McDonough, <laughs> driving to church. Driving Breaking to down? <laughs> we broke Breaking down so down. many times. <laughs> on your exit, I broke down three times on wow. Locust Grove exit. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, my brother's first car was a V8 car, big motors, which I get. I mean, I guess it's from, we get it from my dad. I guess we've been driving a long time before we got our first car. But I don't think it's that much. I mean, I mean, think about it in 15, 20 years, cars are going to be quicker by that point, you know? Probably so, all electric. Yeah. I hate that. Unfortunately. I think no. California has set a date. They did. I think three or four, six years maybe. They had a year. 2030, maybe? 2030 or something like that. I think they said five or six years. There's something great about driving a car with gas, though. It's a feeling. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's a feeling. I don't think I would enjoy and an electric car. if the car. whole country has electric cars, there's not going to be enough charging stations for everybody. I don't think we have to worry about that in the South, but we'll no. probably see California and New York and places like that, yeah. Washington State, that will go all electric. Yeah, they're even I miss driving stick so much. Um, if we didn't have so much traffic around here. Yeah. But yeah, I, I know what Tim's talking about. There is something about about driving an yeah. engine. Yeah. It makes the ride enjoyable, in my opinion. I like driving my that older Mustang better because it takes you back to a time. You know, mm-hmm. it's a time period. You know? You Boy. feel the rumble, the car bounces, yeah. you know? Yeah, like, buddy. Nothing like that, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Listen, you're not you're not just casually changing gears. Oh, like yeah. you, no, you, you're no, using no. forearm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you have an old car that you would ever want to like soup up and make a car, Tim? No. Really? No. You're not. A, you don't have any. I'm not an old car guy. There's not one car that you're like. That's really cool. I would like to drive that. Are if you, you had a collection of cars, are '90s cars old to you? No. Okay, good. <laughs> I would say I only have. I don't have any old cars that I would die to have in, in my possession. I just have future cars that I want in my possession. Mm-hmm. Future cars? What do you mean? Like in my future, like newer cars, not older cars. Oh. So you'd never want to drive an old car? I have no desire to. All right. The oldest... No. I would I would say you don't watch like a movie with like a really cool classic muscle car and be like I would I love mean, to drive cool. that. And but I have no desire to drive it. Wow. I like to look at them. I don't know what that's like. I like to dri- I like to see them drive by. Mm-hmm. Or in someone's garage. Like the Camaro? Yes, like yeah. the Camaro. Yeah. Or a uh, purple Cuda? Mhm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I like to hear it. I like to see it take <laughs> oh, off. Oh, you hear it. But I have no desire to drive it. Wow. All right. That's just not my thing. And when you see a man in it that has a cigar and a cut-off shirt, yeah, <laughs> yeah, cool guys like that, you know, yeah, I, I like. Sounds I like, like you're describing somebody. Tattoos on their arm, <laughs> right? Beard, yeah. and a full beard. Yeah, not no, yeah. not no, you know. I wish, uh, yeah, I wish I could be that cool. As you are that cool. Get out of here. <laughs> I, so yeah, Jess, yeah. you gonna help me fix up a uh, old old Civic? I'd love to. I don't think I'm qualified. But I'd love to learn with you. I'll tell you what, I don't like that. But um, so what? here's what I'm thinking about. I love blues and I love greens, but I don't want to do, my favorite color is 
forest green, you know, kind of like the uh, pine greens that someone at this table used to own but sold. But there, that's a stock color on older Hondas. So I want to get something not stock. You want a hatchback? Um, not necessarily. Hmm. Interesting. Are you looking at '90s Civics? Yeah, these are ugly. I don't think I'm looking at what you want. You want? Let me see. I can't move it. I mean, they're not. They're not the sleekest cars, but I'll tell you what. There, I think one of those cars was in Fast and Furious, mm-hmm. and it was gorgeous. Do I even have a cell phone? A Civic in Fast plugged, and Furious? It's plugged up. Don't worry about it. Uh, Yeah, I think so. In the first one. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've seen that. Um, It's all black. It's in the very first Fast and Furious movie. Mm. Type in a Honda Civic Fast and Furious. It's black with green neons underneath it. That'd be kind of cool. Would you do ever do lights like big that? Big wing. I went through that phase growing up, and now I'm totally against it. They look too cheesy to me. It, if you get it, they can look very cheap. Yeah. Where it's just, it now, doesn't look good. I think of neon lights as like people that have Jeeps that are jacked up or trucks, and they have them along the rims, and I just don't like them anymore. Right. I think they've they've had their time, and their time's in the past. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I don't know that I have a specific year model, but. Yeah, I think the one in the movie is a 93. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. I mean, they, they are pretty ugly. <laughs> I know, they're right? They're just not very sleek. You really got to put a lot of work into them to like them. But I, I, I don't know. There's something about them. And if you would have asked me, Three years ago, if I liked these, I would have said no, but there's just been something about it lately that that I like, and I don't like that because we're now approaching, what, 30 years of yeah. being on this earth? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the hatchbacks are not bad. They're, n- <laughs> they're, they're so ugly. Am I turning you off on this dream no, that you no, had? No, no, no. Okay, good. The more I'm looking at it, the more it's like, yeah, I want these. They're not, yeah. they're not sleek at all, but... <laughs> uh, if it's a stick, it'd be fun to drive. Lower it to the ground a little bit. Yeah, and you put just a really cool color on them. I think yeah. it would. Yeah, something like this right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I love you, Ash. I don't know what you see in this car. <laughs> I, I think if you saw me in it, you'd be like, yeah, that fits. <laughs> I love the car you're in now. I think that fits you perfectly. Yeah. I, That's I, what you need. I love that car, too. I uh, So far, it's been... It's been a great decision. Mm-hmm. But anyways, that's all I got to say on the topic. On the cars? Yeah, we can move on from cars. The Moscow Mules. They're getting to already? Just, it's, it's just so good. What What's it like versus your Apple, uh, Apple Caramel Apple Martinis <laughs> last week? Well, this is not sweet. That was like a dessert last week. <clears throat> Would you drink that weekly? Oh, yeah. Daily. Daily. I love that drink. The yeah. cinnamon or the caramel apple? The caramel apple I liked more. Do you think those were worth $13? No. Um, 
for a restaurant, that's not bad for a drink. For the but moment, I feel though, like yes. For the moment, yes. But remember, Jess, someone had to hand cut an apple and put that slice in there, put cinnamon sticks in there, whatever Carol that drizzle, that whatever that spruce of that rosemary or rosemary. whatever you had in there going on. I mean. Those were fresh ingredients. For the drink, yeah. I just, I don't, I got something against paying that much money for a drink I can make at home. Well, and it was like, okay, if I get three of these, I'm spending $40. Yeah. Yeah. I think it comes down to, though, if you're willing to buy a whole bottle of alcohol to make that drink, that's probably 40 bucks. And then you got to buy the mixer. Yeah, but then then the ingredients... Yeah. I feel like Jesse was getting more value in his, though, than mine. Yeah. Because the martini glass is not very big. I don't know. You were you were, you were getting some value out of that. You I were know feeling I it. I know I was. Although, I will tell you this, that apple cider liqueur <laughs> that was in my drink, yeah. the bottle alone is $25. Oh, okay. And then the liquor, you know, a whole bottle of liquor has got to be 30 bucks at least. So for that drink for 13 bucks, I think was worth it. Not okay. including all the other stuff. Okay. And Which you, I couldn't find that stuff anywhere anyway. I think when you go out to a restaurant, you get specialty mixed drinks. I think the value is better than you doing it at home. Because That's true. One, you could probably, you're probably going to have to do it two or three times before you get it right, the right mix. Presentation's good. Yeah. And and you honestly don't oh, want to sit yeah. there and cut a little piece of apple and then take Why a little not? piece of rosemary and then... Well, you're drunk. Do you want to have a knife near your hands? How many are you making? <laughs> no, listen, Jess. Yeah, you're also buying the buzz, so I guess it is worth thirteen dollars. You've convinced me it was worth. $13. I think when we go out like that, yeah, it's worth it's it. worth it. Especially since I didn't get a meal; all I got was the drinks. So for me, it was all right, you know. And plus, Ashton paid for it. <laughs> Let me tell you, the cedar plank salmon. <laughs> yeah, the food was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Cornbread was good. The cornbread was the ridiculous. Corn- yeah. Now I know why she kept pushing the cornbread. Can we talk about how much butter was on that? We could we ran there was too much butter to put on it. It was that much butter. My arteries were clogging up just looking at yeah. it. Yeah. It came with this much butter. It was a lot. It. Yeah. I mean, we caked all the butter on in it. You know, normally it sinks into the bread. Right. It was caked on top of it. Yeah. And worth it. It yeah. was awesome. <laughs> I can't believe that was a week ago. That was so good. I know. Such a good week. We're booking another one soon. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a picture, or I'm not going to take a picture, but I'm going to look at all the other flavors, send you guys all the lists, and we can discuss. I want to try that, because the coffee one. The Java? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a jar, so I didn't know if we were in the mood for that much coffee flavor. You know how I feel about <laughs> coffee. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I get it. Listen, Tim, we had three cups before noon last weekend. <laughs> Just, woof. I don't understand your facial expression. Yeah, though. what what is it that's getting you there? They're honest. But what is it that makes you just I don't uh, alcohol doesn't agree with me. Oh, okay. I don't I don't it's hard to think of somebody who enjoys the taste of alcohol. Oh, you're looking at two of them. Do you enjoy the the burn mm-hmm. and the Yeah. Yes, that's what makes it <laughs> that's part of the the enjoyment. <laughs> Is it though? Yes. It seems like torture to me. No. <laughs> it feels good. After like a long day, I know it. Well, I mean beer's different. I mean like if you don't is there an alcohol you don't like? Wait, what kind of burn are you talking about? Like when I drink whiskey. But there's no burn like whiskey with this. Not a burn. Well, yeah, that's true. 
I don't know what it is about that. Mm. Is it just the fact that it's alcohol? So it just Probably. makes you... And it's also a new flavor. I've never drank banana pudding it's alcohol. delicious. Banana pudding milkshake would be good too. I've never had banana pudding. Ash, this is good sipping too. Good sipping? Mm-hmm. Good sipping. All right. Um, can I tell y'all... I wanted I wanted to tell Tim this. So I am I am not going to listen to satellites <laughs> until February. Until February. <laughs> the song has been locked in as Ashton is in the mountains with the boys. And I don't want to listen to it any other time. Any other time. I want that feeling to stay with that song. That's one of the best things about music. So yeah. I'm not going to listen to that song until we go back to the mountains again. You know what? I'm with you. And for other reasons, for Jesse. <laughs> but you really like that song. I did. I did like it a lot. I okay. really did like that song. One of the things that we did mention last week that I wanted to mention, I really enjoyed driving around and playing music and having the windows down, and that was just. And I don't know if y'all felt it in the front seats, but in the back seats where the party was at, <laughs> right, right, it was awesome. Uh. So this week I've been listening to Paramore nonstop, and it was because we we played some Paramore over the weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, lo and behold, <laughs> I open up the uh, news feed. I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday morning, and I see Haley Williams' bright orange head mm. on the uh, news feed, and it says Paramore to play Misery Business again live. And I was thinking, it's about time. Yeah. So they stopped completely? Remind me again, isn't there a word in the song that people so were there trying is a, to cancel? There is a line um, where she says, ho or whore? I think it's whore. I think it, really? I can't remember the song right it's now. It's in the second verse. Um, but so, Yeah, you're a whore, nothing more. Sorry, that'll never change. Exactly. That is it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they stopped playing that song live, she said, because of critical listener feedback. So imagine your most listened to song. You say, you know what? I'm not going to play this live anymore because it offends some people. Well, she's finally come around where it's like, well, if you get offended by it, don't listen to it. Thank you. So they will be playing the song live again. Don't go to their concert. And I'm so jealous because Alicia, your cousin, okay, she's going to see Paramore in Vegas. In Vegas? Oh, yep. right. She's going to that Warp Tour style in thing. In Vegas? Yeah. This month. Yeah. Her and Larry. She's been trying to get me to go to it all year. It's like when we were young tour, I think it's called. Mayday Parade and But why is she bands. going to Vegas? That's, that's where it's at. That's where they're having it. And so she's going just for that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It was a big deal when it came out. People were like, oh my God, they're it's like Warp Tour, but it's like all emo punk bands, you know? So every, every band that we've listened to growing up, if you can think about it, is going to be at this place. So she, her and Larry got tickets. They're going to go. So yeah, I forgot Paramore's going to be there. You don't want to go? No. I can I can barely stand one concert. I don't want to go to 80. That really shocks me though. I know. It shocks me. 
it doesn't help that I have to stand for six hours. Yeah. And I my guess. back, you know, my sciatic. Well, you're 27, up. Jess. <laughs> I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. I don't know. Interesting and, uh, though. Cause I feel like you would enjoy all the instruments and the. Yeah. Swing. And Ash, I'm really curious. And if you have the same thought, what, what were you about to say? No, I, I was going to agree with Tim. I, I, I think it would be a thing of you don't like the idea of having to travel to Vegas and go through all that hassle. But if you got there, I feel like you would get sucked into it. I don't like concerts. Yeah, I kind of understand that. And now I want to know your opinion on this because this is my opinion on concerts. What it boils down to is I'm jealous. I'm jealous yeah, that they're up there doing you. it. I, I go to concerts and I watch everything they're doing. That's my dream. My lifelong dream is to be on stage playing a song that thousands of people know the words to mm. and will sing the song for us. That's my lifelong dream. I get chills every time I hear it on a live album. I think that's what it where it comes from. I don't want to watch people do it because I want to do it. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Never would have thought that. I know. I can't. I don't like concerts. I can't stand concerts. Is it also the people though? Oh, it's all. Oh yeah, yeah. Because you've had bad experiences. <laughs> if it's an arena concert, I, it's tolerable. I've been to two arena concerts where you uh -huh. have a seat. Uh -huh. I'm fine. With <laughs> you can sit down. I'm fine with that. I don't like. I don't like going to concerts, man. And also, it, yeah, there's a thing to hearing the band play it live. You know, there's a different feel to it, but I think it's pretty understood. The song sounds much better mixed with professional recordings and they sit down and play it perfectly and they put it out, you know, on iTunes or whatever, what have you, with really good headphones. That's the best way to hear it. And a lot of people are probably going to disagree with that. To me, that's the best way to hear the song. So I'm not going there to hear a better version of the song, you know? So, I mean, you go to see the people, and that's cool, but you've seen them hundreds of feet away. I don't I don't know. I've never enjoyed concerts. I've never been to a concert, and I probably won't ever go. There's only really... We're going to see Khalid, though. Yeah, there's only... I was only going to say there's only like two or three... What do you mean we're going to see? Like you want to? We've already talked about it. When? Can I come? <laughs> Jess is going to have both hands up, singing bad luck word for word. Jesse's favorite artist in the world. And ironically, he will know every song because he's yeah, not by choice. to listen to it every day. Not by choice. How, Ash, how do you feel? Do you kind of understand where I'm coming from, even though it is ridiculous? Yeah, the concerts I've been to it's been where everybody around me's letting the music flow through them where they're completely into it. And I'm just standing still watching the guitarist. Mm -hmm. You want to know thinking, how they're playing it. How is that guy getting that tone? Boy, uh -huh. that sounds good. Mm -hmm. Or I really don't like what he's doing there. Or what pedals is he using? I can, I can only see the, or the, is he actually playing the guitar? Yeah. I yeah, get that yeah. thought a lot too. Yeah, and we should preface me and you play guitar. We play we're instruments, we play drums, guitar, whatever. So I'm even that way at church. When we're when I'm in the crowd at church, I'm watching the guitar player or watching the drummer. Mm -hmm. uh, like almost learning, but I don't want to say it that way. 
I want to know what they're doing. Right. So when I'm at a concert, that's how I feel too. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not the most uh, exciting person to be with at a concert, but I, I, the ones that I've been to, and one of the things that's been great is that uh, the years that I've been to AWA, they've had Japanese rock bands that have come over. And those guys are actually playing, and mm-hmm. it's cool to see the uh, the different gear and to actually see people uh, play songs live. But uh, I don't know, Tim, Ed Sheeran? No, this is Khalid. I thought it said Ed Sheeran up at the top. This is Khalid, uh, Khalid's website. He- I would go see the Ed Sheeran. It'd be you and Khalid's coming to Atlanta in December. Exactly. December. You're married. (laughs) Yeah. She doesn't listen. (laughs) Wait, Khalid's coming, you said? Khalid? In December. Is it Jingle Jam or something weird? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like him and 17 other people. Yeah. Singing Christmas songs. Yeah. Yeah. Now listen. I'm not going to say it would be good, but if Khalid came out with a Christmas album, <laughs> Jess, what you shaking your head for? <laughs> no. I don't need to hear another pop artist put out a Christmas album. Stop remaking Christmas songs. They just want to be popular. They want to have an album that's going to be very popular. But Khalid doing Christmas songs, you know, like Jingle Bells? Be like, I don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to hear that. Jingle bells. Yeah, I want to hear that. No, I don't want to hear that. I don't. Okay, let's have a realistic conversation here. Can you see Khalid covering any Christmas song in his style? Think of his style now. There's no Christmas song I can think of besides I'm, "Do You Hear What I Hear," which no one wants to hear. <laughs> Ironically, I'm 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 not musically inclined, but I can think of a lot of songs that he would do. You can hear Khalid doing Do You Hear What I Hear? Yeah, because it's <laughs> slow and awkward. <laughs> I don't hear him doing Jingle Bell Rock What about or uh, the, Frosty the Snowman. The Christmas song. What's that again? <laughs> the Christmas song. Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire. Oh, yeah, I can hear him. Again, that's a slow, boring song. Oh, I love that song. I do too. No, it's good. It's a classic, but it's boring. Mm. Yeah. He could do one. I say leave He, it. he would surprise us. Well, Surprise us, Khalid. I don't need another... Throw out a Christmas I album. I don't need it. I don't need another pop artist. He could do like uh, the Jonas Brothers did and just write write his own. That I'd Some prefer. Kind of festive song. I want to hear new Christmas songs. I don't want to hear the thousandth re- ta- remake Let of me tell you song. what's a crime against humanity. John Legend's cover of the Christmas song. I haven't heard it. it not only is it some of the worst listening, the man had the unmitigated gall the temerity to include Nat King Cole's original vocals as backing vocals to himself singing. Wow. John the, Legend the sucks. On that guy. His wife is a douchebag. Mm-hmm. That's all I have to say. Wow. We struck a chord. You struck a chord. Me? <laughs> I didn't bring up John Legend. You got him on a rant. <laughs> Talking about remakes oh of Christmas songs. God. I think we need to drop the Christmas song. Let's save that for the Christmas episode. What do you say? <laughs> Let's come with our favorite Christmas album, and we'll go from there. But Favorite Christmas album, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, let's talk about it. If you do want to come see Khalid with us one I day, won't. 
Just let us know. <laughs> you, you how about this? You let me know before you buy tickets, and I'll see how I feel. Hey, he'll come. Put it this way. Me and Ashton don't want to sit all the way at the top. We want to get down. That's right. Yeah, I'm not going to go. <laughs> I'm not going to pay $250 to see an artist I don't want to see. Watching how it is. But Jess, you'll be with us. Yeah, no. And that's the fit. You don't want to hear bad but luck right up on stage? It's a 50-50 chance he'll come just because it's with us. Yeah. yeah. He'll, he'll come. Because he someone else is doing something without me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's going to be sitting in bed at 930 being yeah. like, you sons of bitches. <laughs> We're sending him video yeah. clips. <laughs> Put my phone on do not disturb. Listen, Khalid has a surprisingly um, large number of songs that have guitar in them. Yeah, you're right. The new single has just the acoustic guitar drives almost the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. So and that that but guitar you know, and bad luck is is difficult. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You'll come. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Jesse's coming. <laughs> so it's uh, settled. To loop all the way back to where we started, Haley, thank you for playing Misery Business again. Their live. number one song. I can't believe we went from that to this, and then I forgot yeah. where we were going. And that's then the Ashton beauty brought us back. That's he's the good. beauty of the podcast. It's because he hasn't taken a shot yet. That's why no, he's about I, to do I'm it. I'm sipping on. I'm it. sipping. Oh, on are it. you? Why? I'm sipping. Because on that's it. what you do with a shot. Yeah, with your pinky. Out. Yeah, sure. With I a mean, shot. I mean, technically, to be fair, though, these aren't shots. We're just making them. No shots. one told you to throw it back over there. <laughs> <laughs> it was in a shot glass. What else do you do with you it? You alcoholic? I made it a shot because I didn't know how you guys would like it. <laughs> but this is this is very delicious. Oh, it man. is really good. Hey, I'm not arguing that. You know what was worth shots? And I hate that I wasn't with you when it happened. Our boy Aaron Judge Ooh. hit his 62nd home run this week. He broke... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He broke to that. the AL record. And Did you see the fan fall out of the stands trying to get the ball? Yeah, and can we talk about how the announcers just didn't even talk about it? They were so pumped about the ball. Yeah. Literally, a person fell. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been to their death. <laughs> it was funny because when you watch the replay, you just see the ball, and then this guy just <laughs> falls over. Like, I would sacrifice my life to catch it. It wasn't ball. even remotely close either. <laughs> really? He just falls over. <laughs> I would too because that ball's worth a lot of money. No, it's actually worth two million dollars. Someone has reached out to the guy that caught it and said, I'll give you two million dollars for it. So the question is, would you sell it? So, yeah, would y'all sell it? Yes. In a heartbeat. Yeah. Wouldn't even think about it. That would be a cool moment, though. But the difference is, if you caught that ball, you would always have that memory in your head. Yeah, well, you know what I would do? I'd say, take it, but can Aaron Judge just sign a baseball for me? I wouldn't care that it's the t- his home run baseball. I want, to, I want to sign one by him, you know? So, let me give you a reason why I would sell it and why I wouldn't sell it. So, why I would is, at that moment, it's easier to trace like this is the ball, right? That's right. Once it starts changing hands, he hasn't signed it. You have you really don't have any proof that like this is the 60-second ball. And people, the hype goes down. People stop caring about it in five years. Well, it could be, and that would be my, my con to selling it right away is that if you held on to it, it could appreciate where the price, the value of it goes up. But I think that the risk of holding on to it and then being like, well, how do I know this is the real ball? 
as opposed to like it just happened, get rid of it. Because you know the Yankees aren't going to authenticate it, right? Because they want it, right? Is it the Yankees that offered him two million? I don't. It was an auction house. Yeah. Oh, really? So Judge doesn't have the ball. I can't believe they let the guy out of the park with it. That's how it goes. I think that's the same with the Tom Brady touchdown pass when he broke the record. They were going to, you know, he caught, what happened to it? Did he get the ball or something? (laughs) What's the matter with you? How did, didn't he get a ball that Tom Brady bought back from him? I think they got it back, but it's the fans right to keep it. They don't have to give it back. Exactly. Yeah. So you can't, I think, so the 61st home run, they got the ball back in exchange for a signed jersey to the fan. Right. I couldn't believe that New York, well, it wasn't in New York. Maybe that's why the guy got to keep the ball. I can't believe they let him out of the park. So the guy still has the ball at this moment? Yes, the guy that called the ball has the ball. He declined $2 million. Up to this point. It's been offered to him. And they said it's on the table if he ever wants to sell it. Right. Here's the thing. $2 million is more money than we can spend in a lifetime to a normal human being. Yes. That is life-changing money. Yes. How do you say no to that? Maybe he has a good job. Maybe he's making money. Come on. $2 million? I mean, but it could be it could the be a thing of like... The man lives in Texas. I don't think he's making that much money. But it could be a thing of... You know, if I hold on to this, it's only going to go up in value. Yeah. Maybe I should. Maybe I shouldn't sell it. I, here's the thing. I it, mean, we would all sell it. Yeah. Is I it think going I to would. appreciate in value? I. What I, if the home run bro- home run record gets broken next year? What if he breaks it? Exactly. The ball's worth next to nothing. Not nothing, but not near what his sixty third home run ball would be. I could see a situation of like Judge gets busted for steroids or which like, le- yeah that that could make the the value of it drop listen but it's exactly where i wanted to go with this conversation uh-huh. so you would sell it you would sell it i think i think that the money on the table the pros of selling it quick outweigh the cons of doing so so yeah i think i would sell it that is a two million percent increase on your investment Two million dollar increase, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't beat those odds. I mean, so what? You spend hundred fifty, two hundred bucks on the ticket. You know what? I'm gonna put this into my own perspective. Okay. Kobe Bryant's my favorite sports player of all time. If he scored, if he broke the scoring record with a free throw, threw the ball in the stands, and I caught it. Would I sell that for $2 million? That's the question. You can't say that you like Kobe Bryant so much that having the ball is worth more than $2 million. This is tough. It's not worth two. You're right. I can't think of any anyone in anything, like my most favorite guitarist, if he threw his guitar into the into the audience and I caught it. Would I sell it for $2 million or would I keep it? You're right. I think I would sell it. I would think I would sell the basketball too. Yeah. I think you're totally right. So yeah, I'd sell it. $2 million, no question. If they offered me $500,000, I would have sold it. You know? Here's the question though. Since it's to an auction house in a legitimate business, do you pay taxes on that? Oh yeah. I'm sure you do. You would pay taxes regardless. So you Unless sell- they hand you cash. 
under right. the table. Yeah. Yeah. So you're really only walking away with only. Yeah. Go ahead and say only. But only one point two maybe million. If, if it was an individual to an individual, you could get away with selling it without taxes. But an auction house, any kind they of business, write that off. they're absolutely going to record that yeah. as a transaction. No, but I'm saying, does that change your fact? It's not two million. It's like one point. Again, say one point two. One point one. That's a lot less, though. If you had to pay forty percent on it, that would be eight hundred thousand dollars in taxes. So you would get one point two. Yeah. Again, no question. I would sell that ball. I, when you were gone, I put it in perspective. What if Kobe Bryant broke the scoring record and threw his ball into the stands when he did? You would keep it, that ball, it. not for two million. Not for two million. No, Jesse would take the money. Yeah. Yeah. Although if he passed away and I still had it, I don't know. That would be like five or six million. I cannot believe Kobe Bryant's passed away. But I can't believe it. <laughs> um, bring yeah. this up. Bring it bring up. Bring it up. Bring um, it up. It is life-changing money, but you're still going to work your job. If you had $1.2 million, yeah, you, you, would have, working, you would still no, have to work. You would still have to work. So of course. you're still working, so... You'd have a hell of a retirement, though. Yeah, mm, that's right. But it's also on you know the other side. How many cabins we can buy with that money? It's on the other side. Like, since it's not retirement money, like, you can't retire. Do you try to see if it appreciates? The ball? Yeah. I wouldn't take that risk for $2 million. If it was signed and, like, dated, it's the verification. That's the thing. They wouldn't verificate it. You know yeah. that. I mean... And that's the thing. You can't even take it to an authentication company because they don't know if you caught that ball. Maybe you got it on camera, but they're not going to put their right. name on the line for that. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, I would sell it. There's no authenticating that ball unless it's that moment. I, I would sell it and take a Jesse-sized vacation. A $2 million vacation? My cruise costs $720. No, Jim. I'm saying I would take two weeks off. Jesse-sized vacation. I'm not taking two weeks off for the cruise. Not the cruise, but it's back-to-back vacations. Would you just put it in an account and let it sit? I would no. spend so much of that money, dude. Would you I really? Wouldn't, I'd, t- I'd maybe take half of it and enjoy my life a little bit. So vacation. If you No, God, travel. I'm not I'm So not like something boring or something exciting? Like would you pay your house off and all he your... He would get the most expensive car he could get. I, no. GTR. <laughs> That's my guy. I would pay my house off and buy a GTR. And how, then I'll, let how Savannah, much are G- I'll maybe let Savannah <laughs> get a car. How much are GTRs? You can get a new one for like one twenty. Okay. It's nothing. He, he would take a, a two weeks off and just ride, it, drive it all the way down. Just drive it. You would love to just drive that thing. I would. That would be my daily driver. I take it to work every day. You kidding? You would not. Yeah, I would in Forest Park. He said, "No, you would yeah, not." There's security there. <laughs> I I. I've worked at that place. You are not going to drive that to your daily driver. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Dude, someone drives a Lotus to work every day. Really? A driver owns, he leases a Lotus, a lime green Lotus Elise. You know, as the weeks go by, I just think, I need to work for Brown. <laughs> Dude, this guy works 70 hours a week to pay for it. Dude, you don't want to work. For, you don't want to do that. He pays, he pays so much money for that car. How much are Lotuses? I don't know, but they're tiny little freaking supercars. What, I don't know what that What company even is. makes those? Lotus. That's I don't the know name who, of the company? 
Lotus. I don't know who owns Lotus. I've never heard that. Lotus Elise. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Side tangent. Um, I'd sell it. Now, have you guys heard all this stupid controversy going on now? Not about Aaron Judge, but how people are saying he's the home run person. He's the home run king, but he's not really. Yeah. But they're saying there's people, even including Stephen A. Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds. Yeah. He says it doesn't matter. He did it. Right. I watched so many videos on it today. How people are arguing, you know, there's there's an asterisk next to his rule or ruling or whatever. So he never officially got proven that he took steroids. What happened was he got convicted, I think a year or two later maybe, and then they put off the trial for a year. And then in that year, he pled to, uh, he pled a mistrial saying it was faulty information and stuff. And they, I think they let it go. They let it slide. They're just like, all right, we're not going to go to trial. So that's how we get away with it. Okay. But he absolutely took steroids. His He hit 24 more home runs in that year alone than he has in any other year in his career. It spiked up dramatically. So it was so obvious. But people are still saying he's the home run king. Doesn't matter. Even though he cheated, doesn't matter. I think it's ridiculous. But also, there's like four people above Aaron Judge, not including... Barry Bonds, but those that was Sammy Sosa. I think is one of them. The steroid use. They're all they're all connected to steroids in one way or another. So Aaron Judge is the clear. You can do it without steroids, home run king. But the fact that he doesn't have the record, everybody's comparing him, and I'm like, so what? Like he hit 62. Why are you guys? Which is absurd. Sixty-two is a it's lot. It's an obnoxious. He has what eighteen more than the next highest person. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and it's so, not even close. I think it's more than eighteen. Maybe I think it's twenty-two. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's trying to bury the fact that he's not the home run king. I'm like, let's just celebrate what he just did. There's always haters. Yeah. Always now, right? And no one was talking about it before he broke it. That's right. All of a sudden, he breaks the record. Now everyone's like, oh, 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 oh Barry Bonds, but Barry yeah. Bonds. Nothing to I, celebrate here. It's obnoxious. It's I will really say annoying. he's his own worst enemy because he's the only one who's going to break his own record because no one's going to come close. Not, I think in our lifetime, we'll never see someone else break a record like this. It's been, so? it's been that long. It's been like seven years, Tim. Barry Bonds. No, I'm talking about since Maris. Oh, Roger Maris. Oh, you mean in the AL? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. And, and if you think about in this group now, no one's even hitting 50. Yeah, I, th- well, I don't even know what the next one is, but it's 42. 40, 42? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're totally right. Here's another. Oh, what were we going to say? 42 is insane. Yeah. Yeah, it's high. The average is like 25 to 30. Yeah. yeah. So I don't so, think we'll see anybody else. So he averaged one home run every third game. That's high, which is crazy, but that's crazy. And but, he's been on a drought the last couple yeah. of yeah. Couple of, Eight games and nine games, I think. Yeah. Something yeah, like in that. between tying yeah. it and breaking yeah. it, right? Yeah. Any, uh, so it's over. Isn't the season over yeah. now? So we're uh, going into playoffs, postseason. Wild cards started tonight. tonight. Yeah. yeah. So they they have a first round bye, mm-hmm. right? That's awesome. So here's my question: Do you think he's going to stay at, in New York? I do. I pray to God he does. Here's what. Here's what gives me optimism about the situation because when you told me he denied a contract kind of made me worry he denied it before the season started offered him 218 i think it was mm-hmm. something like that he'll get more now he'll get more 
one of the analysts I watched today said it's going to be at least three. He said the number is going to start with three. Mm-hmm. The thing is, does do the Yankees offer that? Pay the man. <laughs> My opinion he's is... He's the face of the Yankees. Not only that, exactly. they have sold out every game yeah. since he's been on this home run deal. My thing is, they of all the teams in the league, they have the money to pay Aaron Judge. They do. Yeah. Any New York team is made of money. Even the Knicks are one of the highest... You know, like salary cap teams, and they're they suck. Hell, these away games have been sold out, right? For people that are not even rooting for the Yankees, but they want to be they there for him. So that's right. Overall, the Yankees are the second most expensive sports team, not just baseball. Yeah, sports exactly. Team exactly. In history, they're valued at almost six billion dollars. Can I guess number one? Uh, it, everybody can. Is it baseball? Basketball. It's football. Really? Don't tell me. It. Oh, okay. You know who it is. Do is I, it the though? the Cowboys? It's America's team. I was going to say, I hope yeah. it's not the Cowboys. It's the Cowboys. That's so stupid. Anyway, let's get back to this. So, I've heard two teams that could possibly make Mets. a run at him. The Mets are one of them. And then the Giants. I don't think he'll leave. He won't. They said there are already talks in sending him an offer, and he's from California. So I don't know what that would do. But listen, Judge is the face of Yankees. He broke the record as a Yankee. Yankees are the best baseball team in history. He's going to stay with the Yankees. They're going to keep him. Listen, we ho- I hope so. But I don't know. You never know. Stuff like that happens. Major players like that leave teams eventually, you yeah. know? It's they know they think they can make more money going somewhere else. I don't think he will though. And the only other reason I say that is because the Yankees overall can win a World Series. If he goes to the Giants, they're not going to win a World what about Series. The Dodgers. What if they offer him money? What? They're paying all their money to Freddie Freeman. Yeah, they just paid Freddie Freeman all that money for winning. When okay, he went not nine. just the Dodgers. Look at any other. Ma- what is he? Ch- is the question is is he chasing money or is he chasing a championship? Yeah, I don't get it. Like once you hit, you're making two hundred million dollars. Does it matter if you're making... if Because they know their value. That's so the if the Yankees win the World Series this year, he might leave. But if they don't win, I bet you he stays. I think it's the opposite. If they win the World Series, they have more reason to keep him. Or more money to more spend. More money. That's what I'm saying. The more, Yeah, exactly. The more He's going to be worth more if he wins the World Series. Yeah. I don't know. He'll stay. I, I think he'll stay. I hope he does. And the guy said 60-40, he'll stay. But again, it's like, at this point, I think it's whoever offers the most money. I really do. Because why would he decline $218 million to stay at, in the Yankees? You know? He declined it because the Yankees are now going to offer him over three hundred. Because He didn't of the know season. that. He didn't know. He, he didn't, didn't know, know he was going to have a historical season. He declined that money. He didn't, he didn't know. At that point in his life, he was like, someone's going to pay me more. I'm going to go where I can get more money. I think the agents have a lot to do with that, too, where... They, they know it's they like, know no, 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 out. you're worth more than that. Hold out. He, there's no one hotter in baseball than Aaron Judge. He'll get $320 million, $350 million. He's the most old jersey on Fanatics. The, with no way, discount code. There's no <laughs> discount code working on that jersey. There's, the question is, are, Yan- are the Yankees going to have the balls to offer him as much money yes. as he wants? They'll have I the, hope so. They'll have the balls and the bills to be able I to. I hope so. <laughs> the Yankees... That was a massive I adjustment did read over there. That <laughs> since the pandemic, 
since the pandemic, the MLB has sold. What's that? What's that ESPN notification you just got? I don't know. What, what is it? Aaron Judge accepts new contract. Uh, wild card series. Ah, no one cares. Padres and Mets. So, that's what were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the Mets didn't win because they lost uh, to the Braves three games in a row. Um, what was I saying? I couldn't tell you. We were talking about Judge's uh, possible. But what uh, was I just saying? Contract? Yeah, I don't know. I apologize. <laughs> you son of a. <laughs> well, anyways, way, Tim should have his jersey by. Uh, he has it. I have he it. He has it. So next next, next time week, we record. It's at my parents' yep. house. Yeah. Um, I was saying that Yankees are worth almost $6 billion. If they can't afford $350 million, then. It's a, it's a sick know. world, the um, owners are. They they think they can make more money. Honestly, I like Aaron Judge a lot. He's a good guy. I yeah, think I hope he stays. I, I, I think he'll stay. Yeah. If he stays, I'm going to be a hardcore Yankees fan next year. I'm going to follow. I mean, I'm sold on Aaron Judge. You're going to get a hat? I have it on my Christmas list. <laughs> so we'll see. <laughs> a, li- a nice dark blue one. Though. I am excited, oh. though, to watch... The Yankees playoff games with my grandma. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. So. I listen. I have the whole afternoon blocked out. If we're hanging out, I'm, I want to yeah. watch a game with her. I'll be at my parents' house every day because it's the it's the Saturday morning we record. Do they play that day, the 22nd? I don't know, but you're free to meet her too, Ash. Okay, dude. That dude, you you would love her. Okay, I I would. She's enough to say clear your schedule because you're gonna have a good time. She's amazing. She's a little five foot ball of fire. She's not five foot. What is she? She's she's like four foot on the bottom side. Oh, four foot. That's like that's literally midget level. I don't think you remember her. She's short. Anyway, there's no way she's four feet. We'll keep going on. Four feet is legally a midget. I'm gonna. I said four foot on the bottom side. She's four foot and some inches. Oh, but she's on oh. the bottom side of four. Like, well, that I believe. Under. Okay. Yeah. Either way, she's she's a little spitfire. You'll have a good time. <laughs> Hard accent. Hard accent. She, dude, she's so much fun. Should we talk about sports? Yeah. <laughs> let's bring, we let's, have been talking can, about sports. <laughs> let's bring up football. And how I crushed. Tim dominated the picks this week. The freaking I, Jets I, ruined my. I thought my I did pretty good, though. No, you did great, too. Just Tim did it like a game better, I think. But both of right? you guys killed it. I got we, 11. We all did great, to be fair. I have 11 also. I have 12. Which okay. last night's game messed you up, Monday night's game messed you up, and then the Jets. Wait, right? so I didn't get Monday or Thursday. What did What did you not get, Tim? I didn't get the Jets or Monday or Thursday. So you guessed the Seahawks. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so that he was... He got 8 out of 10 right. So Sunday we morning. both guessed Lions. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Tim dominated. I even texted him later in Sunday, and I was like, Tim, I think you're on fire. And it's all because of the Jets. Dan loved that when I told him it was it was the Jets' fault. It was eating me inside. I, I, w- I would have been 10 for 10. You did very good. Very good. We need to come up with some type of reward for that kind of stuff. <laughs> this is delicious. Yeah, it really this. is. So what it about really the picks is. for next week? Should we go ahead and go over them? Let's do it. And I have a surprise for you guys. Okay. Dan made some picks. I have Dan picks for next Sunday. Does that say DK picks? Yeah, it does. Okay. Dan came over last night and he goes, I think we could pick a lot of these games. And I was like, circle them. So we have Dan's picks also. We're going to go over them next week. All right. See how good he did. 
So um, opening up Lions Packers, uh, one o'clock. Patriots. That's just Patriots. You said mm. Packers. <laughs> Let me take another sip of this Moscow Mule. I'm picking. Tim, can you just go over these, please? Yeah, let Tim lead. Lions Patriots. I'm picking the Patriots. Listen, I don't care what you say about last week's games. Zappy was actually amazing. I'm, I'm very happy with amazing. Him. I'm very for a happy third string. Ash, what do you give me that look for? Yeah, I think he's thinking. No, I I think you might be right because the Lions are that bad. Oh, thanks. But the Lions are that bad. But what's his face? The quarterback. He was on the Rams. Then he went to the Lions because they got Matthew Stafford. Whatever his name Brady. is, he is actually a good quarterback, and he's been putting up really good numbers. But I'm sticking with the Patriots. I'm going to pick the Patriots every week because that's my team. What's his name again? I don't know. He's the white guy. That narrows it down to every quarterback. <laughs> we'll come back to it. What's All his right. number? Giants and Packers. <laughs> I actually think the Giants are going to win. I'm going to pick <laughs> what? the... <laughs> what? Did you, you know it's in London. Packers this, barely beat... This game is in London, FYI. Oh, really? This is the 9 o'clock a.m. game. It didn't say that. It's in London. Giants-Packers. Tim's right. London. 9 o'clock that morning... Who's gonna watch it? I, I'm gonna Sunday be morning. I'm gonna watch it Sunday morning. I'll be in Atlanta, so we'll see. Sunday morning? This Sunday? Yeah, I'm gonna be in Marietta. Oh, he's he's vacation, Jesse. Don't even worry about him. He's gonna be traveling, doing his thing. All right. Giants, Packers. I'm picking the Giants. Yeah, I am too. I I think you guys are nuts. I'm gonna pick the pa- the Packers. The pa- the pa- just remember the who got more picks last <laughs> week. I agree with it's you. All right, let him let him be his own man. Yeah, we'll let him be his own man. Dan also picked the Packers. Steelers, Steelers at Bills. Bills. Oh, oh there oh, is who's stuttering n- now, my guy. No, 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 no. Steelers. There is no chance that the Steelers beat the Bills. <laughs> <laughs> We're all in agreement there. Let's move on. Uh, Chargers, Browns, Chargers. Chargers, Bears, Vikings. Can I just? I was not done with the Chargers, Bears. I was saying just <laughs> start Browns. <laughs> Is a man to behold. The quarterback is amazing. <laughs> what did I? Ma- <laughs> what you said? The Bears. There's too many teams that sound alike in the NFL. Oh, you, I said the Bears. I, I said Bears Vikings, and you said, "Wait, I'm not done with the Chargers Bears." Oh, <laughs> it's because I said it. <laughs> Cheers, Justin. Yeah. Justin Herbert is amazing, and I I love watching him play. He's a great quarterback. Chargers are gonna. Destroy the Browns. Yeah. Okay. I'm with you. Uh, Bears, Vikings. I'm picking the Vikings. Ooh. Same. I'm going to go Bears. You think they're due for a win? Yep. They looked embarrassing this um, year. The Vikings have been on fire. Fields is not. Who's that? The quarterback. Justin Fields. For the Bears. (laughs) Fields isn't looking that hot. Like, I know he was amazing in Ohio, but he's he's not playing like he was. Seahawks Saints. I'm picking the Seahawks. The Saints look like garbage. This was a coin toss, but I'm picking Saints only because they're a home team. Yeah, I'm actually going to go Saints too. You're going to be wrong, Tim. Dolphins. <laughs> Let's just skip this and circle the Dolphins. Let's just circle the Dolphins. Don't even say it. <laughs> I love that we laugh every time the Jets are playing a team. I feel so bad. Do- oh! Dan picked the Jets. Wait! 
Bull prediction, Ash. Rise up. You're picking the Falcons? I'm picking the Falcons. I know Ash isn't even probably picking the Falcons. <laughs> I'll say this. If it was at Atlanta, I would pick that Atlanta. That would make no difference. I think so. No. Uh, the Bucks have been awful. They're have you, awful. Have, have you seen the Falcons' home games? No. The stadium's half empty. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the Bucks? We should though? go to a game. Can no. we go to a game this no, year? No, I know that the Bucks are they're garbage. Yeah, because Tom are. Brady's in the middle of a divorce, apparently. Yeah, I'm picking. I'm picking the Falcons. Rise up. I'm going Falcons too. Rise up, Bucks. <laughs> Titans, Commanders. Titans, Titans. Yeah, let's move on. Texans, Jags. Jags. Me too. Finally, we can agree on something. I think he is not. Picking I'm going Jaguars. Oh, all right. Let's move on. 49ers. Mm, I'm going to go Panthers. Wow. I'm going forwards. And Cowboys, Rams, I'm picking the Cowboys because the Rams have been playing like garbage. Yeah, they haven't looked very good. They're but just, it's in LA. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Dan put a note on this one. He says, Rush going for three tutties, boys. <laughs> I'm going Rams. I'm picking the Rams. I'm going Cowboys. Right. I, FYI, Rush is uh, on the Cowboys. He's the quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dak Prescott. Yeah. Okay. All right. Which um, I'm surprised he's doing so good. Yeah. Eagles, Commanders. Eagles. Nope. That, that says Cardinals. I'm picking the Eagles until they lose, just like I did with the Cowboys. I'm going Cardinals. Cards. Bengals, Ravens. 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 Bengals. <laughs> Even they're looking awful, too. Raiders at Chiefs. Ravens aren't looking hot. They blew two 21-point leads back-to-back. Yeah, but they're better than the Bengals. 21-point leads back-to-back, double games they've lost? Yes. Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I have no faith in the Ravens can hold a lead. Okay, let's go. Chargers, Raiders. Chiefs. Chiefs. You said Chargers, Raiders. That's Raiders, uh, Chiefs. Someone take the mic away from me. I know. Okay. And then uh, Commanders are playing again on Thursday. And so are the Bears. Against the Bears. I'm picking the Commanders. We're back. (sighs) <sighs> Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Get a picture of the Moscow Mule. Um, we could talk about your movie. Oh, you want? We do didn't this? talk about your movie yet. The movie pick. Oh, <clears throat> goodness. So I'm actually curious for both of your perspectives of this movie. Ash, did you get to watch it last night? Sure did. Let me tell you something. Let me get in the mic. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you. I what what are you pointing at? I saw your notification. You oh yeah, yeah, you did. Okay, so um, I watched the movie and I got to tell you, I was not expecting it to be so intense. The ending is actually I've seen it parodied before, uh-huh. but I didn't realize that this was the movie that that ending was from. Okay, because basically everyone just dies. Mm-hmm. Almost everybody. Yeah. Almost. Yeah, except Wahlberg. So yeah. we're talking about The Departed. Yep. We had to switch it up because the movie I picked two weeks ago. What was the original movie? <clears throat> the Lost Boys. It was on Netflix when I looked. Mm-hmm. But since then, it was taken off because Netflix always cuts their movies and they're Whatever the heck, but uh, I picked The Departed. It's on HBO. It's a good movie. Martin Scorsese directed it. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, one of those early 
it's back when the crime mob movies were big, and that was what was two thousand six. I yeah, think it was early two thousands. Everybody had their take on a different type of mob movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this one was based in Boston. Uh, there was which is the Irish mob. Yes, different. It than was normally. It right. was a story: good cop, bad cop, and was there a good cop, bad cop though? Yeah. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. But there was a ton of good <clears throat> actors and actresses. Mm-hmm. You know that actress, the mm-hmm. girlfriend is from The Conjuring. The Conjuring. She looked gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. she was always been pretty. Yeah, she's she always, was gorgeous yeah. at that age. Yeah, she was very pretty. Yeah. Um, but Leonardo DiCaprio, Mark Wahlberg, Matt Damon, mm-hmm. Jack Nicholson. You're missing one. The police chief. I don't remember his name. Alec Baldwin. Oh, right. Yeah, you know Baldwin. one of the biggest yeah. actors. And he had one ever. of the the biggest lines in the movie. What was it? Okay, so I, I, I enjoyed this movie. <laughs> he was talking to someone someone that works with the police force and he's like I need a cigarette you want a cigarette no you don't smoke do you he's like are you one of those healthy sons or something like that one of those healthy effers I can't remember but it was really funny so I saw this movie about five years ago and I haven't seen it since and watching it again yesterday because I watched the last minute because I had no time uh, for real it was refreshing and I actually enjoyed it it did not feel like two and a half hours It, it felt very short it was a good paced movie and I still like it as much as I did back then, but I want to hear your guys' take because you guys, well, I know you don't like long movies, but I don't know how you feel about it. So you guys pick who goes first. It didn't feel, I'll go ahead. It didn't <laughs> feel like a long movie. I wouldn't, I, although it was a long movie, I wouldn't categorize it as feeling like a long movie. Um, I always, I love mob movies. Mm-hmm. I have a certain affinity towards them, I guess. And I like when they take a different angle. Yeah. Which this was definitely a different angle. Almost like the story was evenly split, if not leaning more towards the cop side of the mob movie, but also you find out that he's involved with the mob. Uh, Matt Damon, Matt Damon's character. I think Jack Nicholson was excellent, which he usually is in his movies. I really liked his character that he played. He kind of played the typical Jack Nicholson character, you know? I really liked him. I love Jack Nicholson in any movie he does. I really like his his persona, the way he approaches roles. Matt Damon, I think, acted really well. DiCaprio was always good. It's like a star-studded cast. DiCaprio is excellent. It yeah, really he is. really was. He was so good. I mean, almost every actor... I mean, say what you... I'd say the weak... Out of all of those big names, the weakest would I would say is Mark Wahlberg, but even him, he's an excellent actor. And okay, so interesting point there. He's the one that won the Academy Award for acting in that movie. Wahlberg. No way. Yes. Out of all of those characters, yes. Oh, was it like supporting? Because I looked it up or something. I was thinking DiCaprio has to have right. won something for this. I thought DiCaprio and um, Damon. That DiCaprio was like way better than right. Matt Damon's performance was, and maybe it's because DiCaprio's character was a little bit better. But um, yeah, Wahlberg won an Academy Award That's for that amazing. movie, yeah. which he had the least screen time out of all of those big names. Maybe it's because yes. he's the one that is left standing in the end. 
I don't know. But that's what doesn't make sense about the academy. You never know how they choose. Yeah. But and he did great. I'm not taking away from Art Warburg. I'm saying that <laughs> all those other actors are that amazing. Like when he's interviewing them in the beginning. Of yeah, the movie, he's, he's just sitting in the back, he's just like, yelling at him, <laughs> calling him so all sorts good. of names, <laughs> and so fluent with what he he spits out so many lines. And back isn't to back he to back from to back Boston back. originally? Anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. don't know if it's specifically Boston, but he's from Massachusetts. Yeah. All of those guys are well. Uh, Matt Damon is. Is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> there's that line Wahlberg has about the cameras being set up wrong. Uh-huh. He's like, "Who set these cameras up?" He's like, "Who are you? I'm the guy who's doing his job. <laughs> you must be the <laughs> yeah, other guy." <laughs> the other guy. I love that, dude. I mean, seriously, and there, it's all great. I mean, Alec Baldwin, Academy Award winner. Matt Damon, Academy Award winner. Uh, De Niro, not De Niro, DiCaprio. <laughs> they're all amazing actors, but they're all so young in their careers. Yeah, they look weird when you watch them young. Mark Wahlberg yeah, looks weird. ridiculous with his yeah. haircut and everything. He looks so stupid. But <laughs> going, getting past all that, they're all great. I the amount of twists in the sh- in the movie are are cool. Um, I like how DiCaprio's character is so well. He hides his cop side of him so well that you forget that he's on their side until maybe three quarters of the way into the movie when he's really talking with the cops at the same time as talking with uh uh nicholson you know you forget because i think he's that good he can flip that switch as an actor you forget he's he's in on it you know so i mean uh, overall it was an awesome movie i really love I love mob movies. Even if it was the Irish mob, I've never seen an Irish mob movie before. Maybe besides the Irishman, right? Which that but even, that was more just one person, and that was right? more yeah, that was more had to do with the unions and yeah. stuff. But that wasn't. I don't almost don't consider that a mob movie. Jesse's Alley. What's up, Jesse's Alley? Yeah. Union. <laughs> right, Teamsters. <laughs> Teamsters. Um, but it was really cool seeing that aspect of it. Um, when the uh, whatever position the guy was, I. That when the guy fell off the roof and died, he got thrown off. I wasn't expecting that one bit, you know. Splattered him right in ve- front of the cab. Very shocking. So yeah, a lot of it was really cool. I love the movie. Yeah, and I, I'm gonna put it on my list of rewatches. I really, really like that movie. Before I get to Ashton, I want to say it's like up there, Martin Scorsese, like with his, <clears throat> like it's right under like Goodfellas and Casino for me. Did he do Goodfellas also? Yeah, Goodfellas is my all-time mob movie. Um, I haven't seen Casino, but I'd put Departed as maybe top three mob movies, yeah. you know? Yeah. I can't think of any other ones besides Goodfellas, but very, very good pick. And it's always been one of those movies you hear about, yeah. like one of those good classic movies, but I've never seen. This is why we do this. This is exactly why we do this. It takes up so much of our time, but I'm, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad when we find a good movie. Ashton, hit us with it. Okay. <clears throat> it's almost like, where do you begin? Um... So, like I said, I think DiCaprio's performance was just incredible. And he played someone that is struggling with demons. His facial expressions and, like, his outburst of violence and even the the um, way that he interacted with relationships. Um, I thought it was interesting that the, I don't know who the woman is that, what her name is, the actress, but the fact that, so DiCaprio was like the undercover guy 
that was troubled but was the cop while Damon's character was the cop but he's actually the mole in the and she's caught dead in the middle of the two of them like involved with both of them and uh I thought a great line uh, that she had that actually summed up my thoughts of DiCaprio's character in that movie. She says something like, uh, you know, the, your, the degree to which you're unsettled is concerning or something like that. And then she says, are you, are you really that, that way? And it's like, man, yeah. uh, he, he does actually, it, I feel like by the the time that um, Nicholson's character dies, and DiCaprio is in a sense freed from his undercover obligation, that it has taken such a toll on him that you know it's it's almost like he has become what he was forced to take on, like. Yeah, so it's very heavy. the The ending is crazy, and did you see it coming at all? I saw one of the three coming. When DiCaprio gets killed, I was like, "Oh my goodness!" I, okay, the first time I saw that, I didn't see him dying, but I saw the the other one dying at the end. Right. Really, Matt Damon? Yeah. Yeah, I saw him dying. Really? Did you? The first? No, I didn't see that. the The first holy crap was when um, Nicholson dies. Yeah, and it's revealed that like he's been undercover the entire time. That's funny. I saw that coming with the FBI. Wow! Mm. All three of us got different angles on this. Yeah. Well, that was the first one. The second one was DiCaprio dying. And then the third one was when Damon, it seems like Damon's going to get away with it, and he walks into that room, mm. and there's Wahlberg standing there. That I didn't see coming. And he blows the guy, he blows Damon's brains out. The fact that they, that movie ends on, I, I don't want to hear if y'all think that this is the better ending, but should Damon have been able to live and have to bear the moral weight of what all has happened or is it better that an eye for an eye he gets killed in the end I think it's satisfying to see him die I thought it was too it's satisfying but I also feel like normally his type of movies don't have satisfying endings so I was shocked to see a satisfying finish you were happy you were like yes he did it he killed him that was it I wasn't. Ex- that's why I wasn't expecting that one. So, do we have different reasonings on why we thought he killed him as to why he killed him? Or do Wahlberg you th- killed do you, him? Do you think he figured it out? Oh. No, I think Wahlberg did figure it out because so. the tapes that were recorded. But they were never released, right? Because it was with the lawyer. I think it was implied, though, that Wahlberg, Wahlberg's character heard the tapes. Okay. I wasn't sure because it seems like he knew that Damon's character was the mole. Mm-hmm. Wow. I just okay. <laughs> I wow. I didn't even think of this. I agree. I th- 
if it's implied, then I, I agree with how it ended. But at the same time, you're I think right. That they I don't, purposely leave it open, though. It's one of those open for interpretations because he got let go from the force. Yeah. So he's all that. working outside of the law at that point. So if he kills him, he's facing criminal trial. Mm-hmm. Wow. I think it's... But everything about it was clean. Wahlberg's character had gloves on and a gun with a silencer on even it, Even his I shoes think. were covered. Right. And then he put the hood on when he left. Right. I okay, so first glance, it was a revenge story for me. He did it in revenge of because he knew he was tied with him, fall, you know, getting pushed off the roof or whatever. But he would only know that if he heard the tapes. He wouldn't just know that he was responsible for it. I think he heard the tapes. He he must have heard the tapes. But how did he hear the tapes? He's also he's also the head of an undercover unit. The woman. He's got ties. I think the woman. The woman. Because <laughs> you know the woman the never died. The gorgeous woman? Yeah, she never died. Well, yeah. You think she turned the tapes in? Yes. She was pregnant, too. Oh, and she was in the same building. You she know, worked th- with them. I think she was pregnant with DiCaprio's baby. That, oh, 100%. Yeah. I, I totally think that's it. Yeah. yeah. Which I didn't like that, that she cheated. <laughs> I didn't like that. She seemed like a loose cannon to me. She, I she turned in the tapes, dude. Cause she worked in the she worked with po- the police unit right, almost she was directly a in the same building. Right. Yeah, but that's but then that's again. Wait, wait, wait. It's not against her code if she, if there's criminal intent. Wow. It's pretty crazy when you Pandora's think about box. it. Yeah, when you think about it, all the things that I can unravel. You didn't even think about it's it. It's because of Moscow Mule. <laughs> Wow. It's a great movie, though, and I, I think you guys could agree that it was... Dude, I love this movie. Holy crap. That just made me love it even more, oh, thinking about the ending. <laughs> Goodness, this makes me ecstatic. <laughs> What's crazy is we... Wow, this is awesome. Ash, how much did you like this movie? Say it in the mic. No, listen to him. Rate it. It is an A, and I would absolutely watch it again. I want to watch it again because... It, I told Jess before we started recording, it's one of those movies where it ends and you say, huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it leaves you thinking. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, I'm shocked that it ended with Mark Wahlberg shooting him and that ended the movie. I thought there would have been a, a tie-in. Staring scene. out at the view. Just as, as, as it began. Yeah. Just as it of began. the apartment. Yeah. So can I say something bold? I think that Scorsese's, if I'm saying that right, his overarching message here is that um, people are um, greedy and self-serving. Who specifically in the movie would be, you would think, tied to that? I think Damon's character absolutely is that way. Is it self-serving, though? I think that at the end of the day, Damon was concerned about preserving his secrecy. Yeah, because he was, he kept talking about did did he see who was he was following? Did he see who was under the hood? Did he see? Because remember, DiCaprio was following him through the alley. Yeah, and he kept but asking him is, if is he it saw self-serving anybody. though? It, he wasn't doing it for him the whole movie. He was doing it for Nicholson's character, it, like almost like he was it was family to him, like he had a duty to do it. 
I think for some, I think it was half and half. I think it was for him because he was scared of him. But once he died, he kept trying to he, make himself. Hmm? That in that point, I think was self-serving, especially when he shot him. That was that was that yeah. was a good scene. Oh yeah, you're right. But I but even before that. I almost think like he felt like Jack Nicholson raised him, so it was like a family thing. Like he yeah. wanted to protect his father figure. It was a he was a father figure. Yeah. But then the father figure betrayed him by saying he's an FBI informant. Right. So maybe that flipped the switch for him. But and then saying, he was maybe, asking, did he write him to the FBI? Did he mention his name? Yeah. So that I think that's when the switch flipped, and he said, maybe I'm. In, it's just me. You can only trust yourself in that moment, which is what all mob movies come down to. You can only trust yourself. Yeah. I'm watching this again. I'm watching it again. <laughs> Don't make me fall over in my chair. I mean... <laughs> uh. Yeah, ironically, um, the first time I watched it was when we were all living together in that old house. Really? Yeah. I own it on Blu-ray. it alone? Yeah, I watch it on, I have it on Blu-ray. Why didn't you tell me? I was down the hall. Watched it on the living, in the living room. Interesting. Wow. I don't see a flaw in this movie. Did y'all did y'all have any kind of feeling of pity for Damon's character when Nicholson basically tells him that he's been an FBI informant the entire time? No. No. Did you? I think I, it was yeah. difficult because of the way that Damon's character was written, but I did have to try to sympathize with in a way, the man's entire world collapsed in what, who he saw Nicholson as. And then Nicholson tries to kill him, and he has to kill him, Nicholson. Why, did he, why do you think he tried to just kill him? He was already dying. Why would he want to try to kill him? Because Damon knew the truth. Yeah, but he's dying. Whether it's the truth or not, he's dead. He's not going to face any type of consequences. Why do you think he did that? Yeah. I That shocked me more than anything in the movie when he shot at him. You have any thoughts? I haven't thought about that scene, no. I was, I mean, I paused it there. Did you? Yeah, I'm dead serious. Like, I don't, I didn't see why. Why would he do that? He's dying. What? Well, well, I Matt mean, Damon betrayed him by bringing everybody to the warehouse where true. the deal was. Right, right. On accident. No. No, no, no. He did no. it intentionally. He did it on purpose. Exactly. And that, that is the face that you make. Because remember he said, I got the call. They're meeting at this warehouse. We yeah, need to, but we he, need to just but stop everybody him. from following him. We yeah, stop everybody, everybody from following him. But Jack the, Nicholson called him and said, take the people off my trail. He didn't say yeah. anything else. Then Matt Damon said, okay, and yeah. took him off the trail. And he took him off the trail, and then he went to him. Because couldn't, he couldn't stop him. That would be too obvious. He couldn't stop him. Because they were still there with the cameras and everything. They were going no, that there was no matter a, what. That was a... When he got shot, they were going there anyway. So that would I that would give more credence to my idea that Damon was acting in he wanted a him self-serving to get caught. way. 
He maybe he wanted him because it's like okay, if I if I act too far out of here to try to protect Nicholson, because didn't Jack Nicholson help Matt Damon to get to the chief officer, whatever he was, the sergeant? I don't think so. No. Oh, I thought at least that wasn't implied. I mean, he went through the school and had the record. I thought he did strings to get. He him was like a sergeant or something to get the, him to the office job. But I don't know. I could be. I don't think. Wrong. It, okay. I didn't get that. Did you? Because he was trooper, and then he moved up in the it's, ranks. Right. It's because of his background. His background was so clean. That's why DiCaprio didn't get it because his father was a known drug dealer or something. Or yeah. That's why he didn't get it. I think he was so clean and so good in his class. I think Nicholson raised him to be like, listen, you need to get this position, so be flawless in everything you do to get here. I think that's how. I don't think he pulled strings. Okay. Regardless, great so, movie. Hmm. What were we talking about? Wow. See, okay. So you think it was Matt Damon was selfish to the latter half of the movie? He I wanted think he him. Was you think he wanted him movie. to get caught? I think Matt Damon was probably I. Out of all the characters, I disliked Matt Damon the most. Oh, yeah, I did too. I even agree. over Jack Nicholson. I, as an actor, I hated him more than any other actor there. Yeah, but, no, I did too. I I didn't like his character, not necessarily because Damon. He was, was bad acting. Almost. Very cocky. Yeah. Now he's a good actor. You're right about that. The, I think the way, especially the way that it all ends, you're just like, man, I'm glad that guy got you it. You didn't want him to get away with that. Right. No, I, I think I that that ending was better than letting him live. I think the fact that he got the office job and DiCaprio didn't, he held that over DiCaprio. He almost was like, I belong here and you don't. But really, DiCaprio be- almost belonged there. Even while... Um, he wanted to be on the straight and narrow. Yeah. His background They were both hurt fighting, him. like Matt Damon was fighting demons with with going back and forth, and DiCaprio was trying to stay He on was the trying straight, to clear himself. Yeah, yeah, straight on the path. And Even through all his undercover stuff, and then when he got out, and he figured out Matt Damon was the, the mole, mole yeah. he just... He got out of there. He lost it. And all the way up to that point, they're right on each other's. Mm-hmm. Talking mm-hmm. back and forth on the yeah, phone. Right. Going back and forth after. I love that moment when he called the phone for the first time. And they both don't say anything. And he hangs up. <laughs> yeah, I like DiCaprio a lot in that movie. That, and that scene towards the end where he looks in the computer and sees it's him and then leaves the room, you know, and goes to look up his name and then he sees the envelope on the desk mm-hmm. and gets out of it. That whole that five minutes. That envelope on the desk. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, what's about to happen right now? Yeah. And he gets out. You're like, thank God, get out of the office. Go. Yeah. yeah. Man. I grabbed my desk table <laughs> next to my bed <laughs> when that envelope was there. I was like. Which it was so obviously laid out. Yeah. You know, like no one, no one, no one in their right mind would leave it like that halfway under envelopes and everything, but it had to be done. Yeah, that was a cool. That was a cool scene. That would have been a cool movie to see in a theater. Yeah, for a crowd reaction, you know. Yeah, I bet there would have been parts where there would have been gasps and then everyone's silent and yeah. Beautifully written, beautifully intertwined. Those I can never imagine writing a movie like that and knowing what what angles to show, what side you're on, and truly what side you're on. Right. Because you know? up until at least halfway through the movie, you don't know what side DiCaprio's on. Mm-hmm. You know, until you see him punch Mark Wahlberg's character in the face under the bridge and be like, 
I'm going to lose my life over this. Oh, man, yeah. He That's like, when you know. He had reached a breaking point. Exactly. At that, at that part. I also liked when he was trying to convince his cousin, I think it was, that he was bad, like yeah. a bad dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. But his acting was just so good in the whole movie. Yeah. The way that he was able to portray that, his struggle with that dark side of himself, you could see it in his face. I don't know how you, I mean, I'm sure makeup and lighting and cameras and all that has to do with it, but his expressions, like it really looked like someone that was that mm-hmm. way. It makes you really respect the art form. Yeah, DiCaprio's nuts. He's like, one of the best. He's, the he's so best good. actor of our generation. Yeah. One of the best. But, um, yeah, the, uh, that, the word that I had at the end of the movie um, to describe it was dense. Like, it's a dense movie. Mm-hmm. There's just so much in it. But, yeah, I, I want to watch it again, too. Hey, watch again. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Tim, great pick, man. Really, really good pick. I'm shocked because it wasn't even my first pick. It was a whim pick because I, yeah. I, I saw it on HBO and I was like, I like this movie. I'm going to show these guys. And then I picked it and Jesse was like, can we stop picking <laughs> two hour and 30 minute movies? Well, I think we need to talk about the length of these movies, we can, which helps because the next pick I have. Ooh. I, yeah. Which leads into this. I don't believe is two hours long. I don't. And nobody knows this pick yet. And I'm excited for it. And I like the movie so much. I bought you guys each a copy. What a guy. I, I really, I know. I'm going to start giving away hints here. I know Tim's seen it before. Ashton, I don't believe you've seen it before. This is a a style of movie and the two characters and specifically that I don't think has a big following in the South. Since I've been down here, since we moved here, nobody that I've brought this this duo up to has ever heard of these people. Okay. Very, very... They're, they're comedians. I have it under a... Under a uh, I have it hidden here in the middle of the desk. Big presentation. It's a big presentation. I really like some the movies that these two people have made are really really big in my childhood growing up. Me and Tim specifically have watched these movies countless times. They've made countless movies, TV shows, whatever. It's in line with Halloween. There's a slight theme to Halloween and it'll you know it'll make sense. Um, they're from New York, these two guys, they're two comedians. Um, so that's, I, I, I listen, I just, I grew up on these movies. I really, really love these movies. I, Ashton, I think these movies are right up your alley. They're black and white, probably 1950s, I would say. I know what he's talking about now. 50s, well, it's 60s. Well, not the Three Stooges. Not the, hey, but again, right up the alley of the Three Stooges. Do you like the Three Stooges? Yes, I think it's something that, uh, the guy that played Kramer in Seinfeld really found inspiration from, but continue. Who do you think? Is there a name? Something like, it's not Elvis and Costello, but. Abbott and Costello. Abbott. Abbott and Costello, Costello, my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Listen, Ashton, these movies are such a big part of growing up in my life, and Tim specifically. Do you know who is it? Your dad? You think that showed us? Yeah, he start did. Because I know my parents know these people, but I think maybe your dad. My dad started t- buying all the. 1948. 1948. Yeah. Listen, 
the this movie features the universal monsters, the most famous ones. Yep. Frankenstein, Vamp uh Looks like Dracula. Dracula and the Wolfman. One hour and twenty three minutes. Nice short film. Comedy and horror, but again it's like nineteen forties horror. Ash, I love these, it. These these two have made like probably like thirty something movies. And this is just one of them. Along Ooh. with TV shows. Listen, the, so these guys are from, Stat, uh, not Staten Island. They're from New York. Oh, man, Long Island maybe. I can't remember specifically. Maybe even Jersey. I hate that I don't know that off the top of my head. Really, really big comedic duo in the early days. They are so funny. Slapstick comedy at its finest, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean, Good I deal. Love this movie, Ash. and if you enjoy this one, we'll just pick more. But I do own this, so you're gonna have to return this I know. one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he already owns it. They have a uh, a Blu-ray collection on Amazon that I have on my Christmas list right now for a hundred dollars. I think thirty-eight movies, maybe all of their movies in one collection. I mean, they've made so many great movies. Thirty-eight. Ash. None of them. None of them are like half-assed. They're all like. They're based on vaudeville sketches from like the early 20s and 30s. <clears throat> and they basically bring them to the big screen. You know, they make movies out of them and stuff. Mm. I mean, they're like... They follow no storyline too. Each one is just separate. They're all playing different characters mm. in every movie. So everything's standalone. Right. Nice. I mean, nice. I'm, I'm telling you, it's hard to oversell how, how much I love this movie. Because this movie... Out of all of the Abbott and Costello movies was the number one. I've always watched this. No matter what time of year, I've just always loved this movie. And I mean, not a, not <laughs> just Abbott and Costello, but even the Universal Monsters, the characters who play them, play them like they're playing the monsters. I mean, they're awesome. You know, the Wolfman, um, Dracula, Frankenstein, they're great characters. So I really, really think you're going to like this movie a lot. Sweet. I'm really, really looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm excited. I'll and watch it, it tomorrow. Light, light tomorrow? Yeah. Really? I'm going to have to watch it tomorrow because I'm leaving. Off day. I'm going to have to watch it. But lighthearted comedy along the lines of Halloween because we are in October. Um, I'm really excited to see your opinion on it specifically. Yeah, cool. I'm, I'm looking forward to I it. I feel like this will be a... Uh, <laughs> A free and easy yeah. breath of fresh yeah, yeah, air yeah. after the departed. A lot of not a lot of notes need to be taken on this movie. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm really looking awesome. forward to it, man. Okay, and cool. you keep that. That's for you. What a guy. Yeah, it needs to be in your collection. What a guy. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I love Abbott and Costello. Me and Tim always talk about going back when we hang out again, watching like a movie or something. We just never get to it. But this is a reason where we need to watch it, and I think you're gonna enjoy it. Okay. For the future, though, I do own four different of their movies on Blu-ray. So if you pick another one, just which ones? <laughs> Can I wait? What you own? Your dad owns all of them. No, but I bought four of these. Let me guess them individually. Let me guess them. Africa. No. Naughty nineties. No. Hit the road. Is that one of them? Hit the ice. Hit the no. ice. Boris Karloff. No. In society, no. What do you own? So it's their most thirty-three more. <laughs> it's the most popular ones. It's this one, the Mummy, the Invisible Man, the Mummy, Meet the Mummy, and I don't remember the fourth one. Interesting. But the Invisible Man, Meet the Mummy, and this one are all great. Yeah, I'll return that one. That <laughs> <laughs> we don't need that in my life. Yeah, and oh, um, 
I was about to say Bride of Frankenstein isn't, but she's not. It's just the woman. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm Ash. I'm really looking forward to seeing your opinion on yeah, this. Yeah, we never met anybody besides us two who's seen these. <laughs> Literally, so. nobody have even heard of Abbott and Costello down. They here. are before our time, though, so it's it's fair. Yeah. But yeah, okay, yeah, I'm excited about it. Cool. Yeah. So I think that we're done with the movies. We should switch over to video game talk. <laughs> oh, the my favorite part of the episode. Uh oh. Any of you guys played Overwatch yet? No. I didn't no. think so. I have You haven't played? I've bought it, but I haven't been able to play it. You didn't even try to play it at all this whole week? We tried on Tuesday. We tried well, on I Tuesday. know you guys tried on Tuesday, but I was I didn't get home until ten o'clock on Wednesday night and then Yeah, practice, got, right? Yeah. And then when I got home yesterday, I just had too much to do. I'm watching the departed. So I uh I haven't been able to play it yet. I think today was the first time Jesse's been able to jump in and actually play without any kind of server issues or they actually have all the content syncing over the way that it's supposed to. I feel like the man can uh, tell you better, but yeah. Yeah, and I don't want to monopolize this conversation. I don't want to be the only one to <laughs> even out the pumpkin. Um, so Overwatch 2 came out. Uh, cheers. <laughs> Stop making a face. I got it on my tongue. <laughs> I got to taste it for once. That was good. <laughs> Is it good? That's <laughs> yeah, good. Um, so, Overwatch 2 comes out after maybe, what, two years from initial announcement? Yes. Man, probably almost you seem three. Stressed. It's probably almost three. Maybe. I need you guys to watch that Seagull video that I sent you guys. You guys uh, I'm going to still give it time. Appreciate that video. So it's finally come out. And I, ha- mm, I have a lot of thoughts on it. Opening day. Let's just start with opening day. So Ashton planned on spending the night, Tuesday night. We were going to pre-download the game when we get off of work. Put a couple hours into it, hypothetically. See how the game works. Both of us are really big in Overwatch. Ashton has been in it far longer than I have. Even you. You're a big... You used to be a big Overwatch guy. Right, Tim? Yeah, Tim's OG. Um, yeah. So Ashton's got... How many hours do you think you have in that Overwatch 1? Over 1,000. Over 1,000. Tim, you probably got close to that, honestly. I probably have six, 700 over yeah. all platforms. Yeah. I have so 500 hours as Mercy. <laughs> and Mercy alone, which is more than what I have total. So bad. So we all have a decent opinion on the game. Um, we've, enjoyed, we've enjoyed it from time to time. But it's finally come out. Opening night. We can't log into the game. There's server issues. There's They come out and say they've been DDoS attacked. We can believe that or not. <laughs> um, we couldn't play the game that night, basically. I, I was able to get in and play maybe five minutes and then got kicked. Right. So didn't even complete a match. Did not nope. complete a match. For the first two days, mind you. Two, it's, it did you try every day? I did. When oh, you yeah, woke yeah. up or So whatever. Wednesday night I played. No, Wednesday morning. You got up and you were able to play a little bit. I played a little bit Wednesday me. morning. Yeah. So hypothetically, they fixed the issues on Wednesday. Wednesday evening... I could not jump in. You got lucky because they got hacked again on Wednesday. So that may be what happened. I I played Wednesday morning. 
I played maybe one to two matches, maybe. Uh, didn't get. I did get kicked Wednesday morning. I could not play Wednesday night. Uh, I don't think I was able to get in last. Oh, I played last night. Last night, so it took them two days to finally get everything figured out. I played last night. Long story short, when you're not playing the, when you're not getting kicked, the game's fun. And I made a whole pros and cons list to kind of narrow it down so I can kind of figure out how I want to how I want to talk this out. So I'll go in order. Pro, I'll go. I'll get the pros out of the way. The game is ridiculously fun when you're not getting kicked. And as of today, this morning I played two and a half hours before work. Did not get kicked once. No issues. So I'm hoping at this point the issue is resolved. Did not get kicked. The battle pass model, I like the battle pass model. I've always been a fan of battle pass. It gives you a reason to play every day. It gives you a reason to strive for that next level because you're going to unlock a, a gun or a skin or what have you. I like the battle pass model. So far, I think they've done it right. But again, it's I'm only three days in. Cross progression works. They go out of their way to say, hey, we linked your Battle.net account. You're, it, it shows you a pending or approved. And my account's approved. So when I logged in this morning, it said, hey, this account has been linked to your PS4. If this is you, hold down the button for five seconds. That means you're approved. Held it down, linked across the board. So what it did was it brought over all of my old progression from Overwatch 1, which I didn't think was going to happen. So that's really cool. They brought over the skins, the gold guns, your hours of play, everything brought over, which I think was really, really cool of them. I didn't think that was going to happen, at least for months, you know, until they got to it eventually. Another, another good point is there's no bugs when you're playing the game. There's never glitches. There's never any type of mishaps while you're playing. I think they, when they put out a game, when you're, when you're not getting kicked... It's a polished game. Overwatch 1 was that way too, though. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and I wasn't opening day. I think both of you guys were opening day. Were you opening day, Tim? Maybe Ash. Nobody I, was. I was first month, Okay. not opening day. So that's one thing that Ashton even pointed out to me, even when we were playing later, like in Overwatch 1, a couple years in, and I was complaining about it. He goes, well, you, he goes, you can't take this away from them. When they put out a game, it's polished. It's not necessarily balanced because it's definitely not balanced right now. But there's no glitches, there's no lags, no frame drops. Like exactly. If issues. It's your internet connection. Exactly. That's what I like about the game. Um, what's? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's really so? Another thing they added this game is <laughs> there's there's challenges now. Right. So there's dailies and then there's weeklies and stuff like that. There's character based challenges like quests. Exactly. Like complete. Like this morning, amount. I had four dailies. Okay. One of them was complete three quick play matches. And another one was getting a certain amount of kills and Is what have you. Pass? Yeah. So that helps you pro progress the pass. You know, if you pay attention to those dailies, I think you'll be fine. I love challenges because it gives you a. You're not just playing the game to play it, it gives you a reason to be like, hey, if I play one more game, I get 5,000 XP. Mm -hmm. It'll get me, you know, to the next level. I love that about games. That's how I get hooked in Brawl Stars, you know? So that's new. I really like that a lot. 
The last thing that I'll say, Arissa has been reworked. She is fantastic. I love Arissa. She's got a really cool rework. She's got a javelin that you throw now. And if you get a kill when you hit the person with the javelin, it like takes them with it. It's really cool. Wait till you play her. She's awesome. She gets unlimited ammo, but you got to recharge it. So like you can hold it down for 15 seconds and then you got to recharge it. Mm. She doesn't have the shield anymore, which I don't like. Um, but she's a lot of fun. She doesn't slow down while you're shooting. You know, she keeps her speed. Overall, those are all the pros. The cons, and there's, there's just very few. Opening day was a disaster. You can't take that away from them. They, they needed a clean launch, and they didn't get it. You know, there's been a lot of back talk about them for a long time. They did not have a smooth launch. There's still server issues, but not as major as day one, but you're still getting kicked. I got kicked last night with the last time I got kicked. Today, I played a couple hours, didn't get kicked. Um, the battle pass, to be honest, at first, I thought it was going to take forever, but I'm at level, almost level nine, and I'm only an hour of gameplay. Mm. So, which is not bad, because you go to level 80. So, hypothetically, without challenges, maybe 15 to 20 hours of gameplay, you can probably complete the battle pass. And I don't know if the levels extend later in the battle pass. So that I don't know. Right now, it's 10,000 XP per level. I just unlocked competitive, so that may make it go quicker. Um, They did fix that also. At first, you couldn't play competitive until you had 50 hours in of gameplay. But since it carried over your past progressions from Overwatch 1, it unlocked competitive for me which I like because at first I was like, man, I've put at least 200 hours into this game. I should be able to play competitive day one. Mm-hmm. So now that they fixed that, I don't have that as a complaint anymore. I like, and I think you talked about this, right? You like that you have to have at least 50 wins in quick play to go competitive, right? You like that idea? Yeah, yeah. Because it keeps people that shouldn't be in competitive out of competitive. Right. Right, and at first I didn't like it, and then I thought about it, and I was like, you know what? I like that idea a lot. You know, I don't want you to jump right into competitive day one, you know? Um, and another, actually, all other cons have been fixed, because at first it was you can't skip the tutorial, but now that it carried over our old progression, you can probably skip the tutorial. You probably won't even have to play tutorial. I hope not. I don't need Soldier to tell me how to run. Exactly. Um. Let's talk about the decision to get rid of loot boxes and now you have to buy skins that are not included in the battle pass. I want to know your opinion. So I like that they've gotten rid of loot boxes, but I'm really thirsty. I don't like that you have to you can't grind currency to buy the skins with based on what you've told me you just have to shell out the most powerful card which is your debit card bingo in order to to get the skins you want so you like uh, okay so let's try to cart compartmentalize this you do you like or not like that there's no loot boxes i like that 
because we were having to shell out 40 bucks per event for 50 boxes to maybe get the skin that we wanted. And if not, you either had to pay 3,000 gold, which took $40 to get that much gold, or you just have to bide your time until the following year's anniversary event when you can buy it for 1,000 gold. So I like that, but I don't like that they were just like, well, instead of you, I mean, it's a more direct method where now you just pay the money and you can get what you want, but it removes the, if it's purely just you giving them money to buy the skin, it removes the motivation of... The excitement. Yeah. It removes it's the like I grinded of- really hard to get this golden weapon and it's a status thing to show off of like I've grinded competitive long enough to where I've earned this golden weapon. You can't do that with skins. Well now do you think there's this I don't know. Do you think it's still gonna be three thousand competitive points? I hope not, but what 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 would you prefer? I to be honest I liked it. It's just so hard if you're not someone that plays the game constantly. And if you're someone like us that gets stuck in gold. And that's true, but also, I have three at this point. Yeah, but how many hours have you put in? I'm probably half what you have. Yes, but But, you play competitive a lot more than I do. That's true. The times that I've played alone, I just play AI or quick play because I don't want to get worked up. Yeah, and that's true, but... Of all the things in that game, I want the golden gun to be the hardest thing to do. Yeah, no, it it is. It's a balancing act of like how hard do you make it versus. Yeah, no, no, no. That is the status item. I mean, it shows people that you're grinding competitive hard enough to where. I think my complaint with it is that you can play seven matches in competitive and you can actually lose all of them and you get nothing. So maybe make it where you still get the 10 competitive points for a win, the five for a draw, and maybe three for a loss or something like that. You need something. Right. You're totally right about that. But what I would say is, what would you lower the competitive points to get a golden gun? Mm, Maybe now that I think about it, the way that you just put it, of it being exclusive and something to grind towards. I mean, that is the reason why you play competitive. Because you know, I mean, we've played so many matches before, and when you notice a golden hammer Reinhardt, I come over and look at it with you. Because you're like, this guy's good at Reinhardt. Right, exactly. You assume that person knows what they're doing. I would rather them overshoot the fact that it's harder to get than to undershoot. You know what I mean? I'm with you, yeah. You don't want to cheapen it. To where, yeah. You know they play that character enough that they want to see that golden gun, so they put arguably 50 hours of gameplay, maybe, into getting that gold gun. They're going to choose that wisely. I mean, we've been to the point where we have enough, and we wait a month or two before we decide who we want to put a gold gun to. Right. You know? Yeah, so maybe keep it at 3,000, but at least award something for losses. Because like, if you did three competitive points per loss, you would have to lose a 1,000 matches to get right. 3,000. And you can waste a half hour of your life and lose a game and get nothing. 
Same with the draw. You can waste 30 minutes draw and right. get nothing to show for it. That's another downside is that you can play a match that lasts 30 or 45 minutes. And get nothing out of if it. If you're a working adult, you just don't have that kind of time, man. Right. Right. You're totally right. So, okay, so you, now let me ask you this. Would you prefer, because this is my stance on this. I like that you can buy, you can basically buy whatever you want with your own money. But I also want the option to buy loot boxes. Would you prefer that they still had loot boxes and being able to just put $40 in, get a certain amount of gold and buy whatever you want? Because if you get loot boxes, like in the old model, you still get gold out of it. Mm-hmm. I I like the idea of, yeah, I'm going to be honest, if I, if I see a skin in the shop for hypothetically $20 worth of gold, I would rather buy $20 worth of gold boxes and try to get it. You don't I'm think the so? Opposite. You're the opposite. Because I wouldn't get it. Imagine the feeling of saying, okay, I'll just, I'll roll the dice and spend 20 bucks and you do that and then you don't get it. But you, you hypothetically get three other legendary skins. I mean, yes, that you don't want. That are made Doomfist and <laughs> Sigma. Yes. Yes. You're I, thinking, just get me out of this game as quickly as possible. My, my, <laughs> my. And my stance is... I'm pulling out. Here's what I think they did. They heard the the amount of complaints against loot boxes, so they said, hey, you're getting no loot boxes now. I think that was too far of a cutback. Well, in other countries, I know that this happened in Europe, they were actually having lawsuits filed against them for gambling. Do you think that had something to do with it, though? I mean, it would eliminate the headache. But it's... I, so many other games are the same way. Man, the Assassin's Creed Valhalla, they have all these skin packs and item packs for your village that you can decorate things with. And you just you basically just put in the debit card and buy what you want rather than trying to win loot boxes. But here's the thing. We're never going to have that moment again of Christmas coming around and we put in $40 and we open 50 loot boxes. Yeah. We're never going to have that moment again. Yeah. I think you enjoy the the mystery of rolling the dice and seeing what you get. You don't? Not as much. I mean, it's fun when I'm with you, but on my own, I don't enjoy taking risks. I, I would rather just pay the money and guaranteed get the... It's like someone saying, here, I'll give you 10 bucks or... You can flip this coin, and if it's heads, I'll double your money, but if it's tails, you don't get anything, right? It's like, I'll just take the money every time. Mm. I won't flip the coin. Yeah. <clears throat> Gambling's in my blood. I think that's <laughs> why. I love the... I want the option, which I guess is the best <laughs> of both worlds, and I'm not going to get that. I don't like that they... I mean, Overwatch was built on loot boxes. You think of <laughs> loot boxes... And it's Overwatch, know. you know, which no one loves. I I liked it. I liked the idea of, th on the game's perspective, saying, this is a gamble. You know this is a gamble, but do it if you want. And then me on, on my side, I'm like, yeah, I'll give you 20 bucks. Let's see what I get, you know? 
and having those events come around and be like, yeah, I'm going to throw in 20 bucks. We'll see how many Christmas skins I can get. Mm -hmm. I like the idea of getting a couple Christmas skins if I don't get the one I want. I'm still getting some. Mm -hmm. So I, I guess I'm trying to get, I'm trying to have my, what is it, have my cake and eat it too? Is right. that what it is? I'm going to want both. And I guess I can't choose that. I find it really hard to come to terms with that they took away loot boxes completely because that's what they built their model on. But they're just following every other model in the in the gaming sphere right now. Mm -hmm. You know, buy whatever you want, man. Yep. So, I don't know. I find it harder to put $20 into a video game engine and then just buy a skin, one skin for $20, because that's what they equals to. 2,000 gold coins is 20 bucks, I think. And... A gold skin is nineteen hundred, which I don't like that they did that. Yeah, nineteen hundred. It's like you off. save a hundred coins, you know. So, and I, worst case scenario, they should have put gold coins in the battle pass. They should have put some type of currency in the battle pass. You get nothing. You have to buy whatever you want, mm -hmm. you know. So, it's good and bad. I don't know. That's a long tangent way of saying that. It. There's there's a good and a bad side to only being able to buy stuff that you want. So, but all of that set aside, man, and I'm curious to see how Tim thinks about it because he's he's very silent on this conversation. I the game. Listen, Tim. All <laughs> look at me in the eyes. All things set aside, the game is so much fun to play. I think once they get rid of their server issues. I think the game is so much fun to play. I truly do. <laughs> so you like Overwatch? I do. If I can separate all the issues they've had, and I'm I'm gonna you know what? With all of their their back history, I'm gonna give them a pass. I think the game is so much fun, I'm a i I'm willing to give them a pass. So, That's my number one point is the game is so much fun when you're not getting kicked. I love the game. I really do. So, let me ask you this. If they just updated the game, didn't call it Overwatch 2, they just did an update, rework, is there anything different? See, that's the thing. They should have done that. Just call it Overwatch. They should have done that. But here's the thing. You didn't have... What me and Ashton did was we spent 40 bucks to basically get some gold coins. You didn't have to do that. I love the fact that they made it free to play. You didn't have to do that. That's what they should have done day one. We're reworking the game, but it's free to play. I think they had to do a free to play because no one would have bought it. No, <clears throat> yeah, you're right. You're right. Well, but, me and Ashton would have, I think. Yeah, <laughs> He's shaking but, his head. Yes. <laughs> there's just a special kind of person who sticks with Blizzard. No, but listen, this is what they did though. Shh. They made it free. They made it free. So again, you can't whether they waited until the eleventh hour to do that or not. They made it free to play. Yeah, you're right. So what's a, what's stopping you from downloading it and just trying it out, a game that you used to love? You I'm, have no skin in the game. I'm over it. Overwatch? <laughs> uh, vacation Jesse's out, Ashton. Oh, my. He's he's out. This is what happens when you sit in the executive chair. You, is. you bang on desks. I've been talking way too much. You guys go. You're the only one that's played the game. Yeah, that's true. What's crazy is 
after three days of going over this, I've only had one hour of gameplay because that's all I can actually put into it. Mm. It's show, It's only I'll, showing like an I'll hour. I'll say it's ridiculous that a big company like Blizzard can't get a launch figured out. Purchased by Microsoft, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Activision Blizzard has been purpose, yes. purpose, purchased. Yes, by Microsoft. <laughs> Microsoft owns Blizzard. And they can't get something figured out as easy as a launch game. And it, realistically, it's not even a launch game. It's the same game. That's right. You just changed it to Overwatch 2, a different number, and then you made it free to play. Yep. But the funny thing is, no one who didn't play Overwatch is playing Overwatch 2. Yeah. It's the same people. So really, you just made them have a headache and had them waste their time trying to play Overwatch 2 because you shut down Overwatch servers for no reason. Yeah, I I don't I don't want to give them any time of day. I won't give them any time um at all. Hey, so since uh since Jesse stepped away, any updates on the Switch? No. No? <laughs> if I'm being honest with you, my bank account doesn't look like it wants to buy a switch. Man, and Christmas coming up. Yeah, I know. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna let that be a game time decision on November fourth. Okay. On Friday, yeah. If you're serious about that, I am going to give one of the two of you money. Yeah. Because I want one of those. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you guys know. We'll see if Jesse makes it this far into the podcast, and here's what I had to say. He will. He'll um, listen to all of it. He'll listen to all of it. It'll be. When he gets back it's from so vacation tough. and at work, but it's so tough because it's right near, like you said, Christmas time, and I've just been focused on buying other people things. I came back from the cabin. Mm-hmm. I haven't even paid the the credit card bills from that yet, and I looked at the bank account. It's like, how did that happen? Future what? future Ashton's problem. Did I? <laughs> I'm sure those books look good on your bookshelf, though. <laughs> when do we start talking about the cabin? <laughs> We're not. We're talking about financial woes. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've been there. Still there. Listen, you never sent us a picture of your books all over the floor because there's no room on the bookshelf. Yeah, that's right. You said it's a disaster. I'll do it tonight. You're going home tonight? We're both yes, going, home going home tonight. <laughs> I know. This poor Ooh. man's got to work tomorrow. Yeah, but I don't know how you do it. I'm a workaholic. <laughs> so where'd you guys leave off? Uh, it depends where you want to start. Where'd you end with Overwatch? We we finished Overwatch when you left. Oh, that's fine. That makes sense. Basically, Tim said he's not giving them any more money. You don't have I to. I told him I understood, and then I asked him for an update on his Switch. He said it's going to be a game time decision on November the 4th. Oh, come on, dude. Why do you do this to I, I yourself? I knew he was going to do that. It's so stupid. <laughs> I wish you would have let it just go until you heard it on yeah. the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. That's uh, Why do you do this to yourself, man? It's just back and forth. Why? Can you just make a choice and run with it? I can't. <laughs> Jesus. I can't make a choice and run with it. You, you. <sighs> All right. I'm not even going to try because I'm not going to change your mind. I didn't say no. I said a game time decision. It means no. I know you, Tim. 26 years. I know you. A maybe means no. I didn't say maybe. A game time decision is a maybe. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> You've pissed me off. <laughs> Courtesy of Ashton. 
I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. Man, you're ridiculous. Are you Ash, you still buying day one? Over uh, at least Pokemon? The game? Yes. Mm. What about the Switch? I told him that I'll, I'm going to Apple Pay you, one of the two of you if y'all go on the fourth. Yeah. I can't believe you're backing out already. Yeah, we time stamped it. Yeah. It's stamped in time. <laughs> you know that, right? You can't back out on a timestamp. I can't? No. So that means you can't back out on timestamps, right? It's already, I'm, I'm already pre-ordered. Oh. The money's sitting in that desk right now. It's already paid for. Hmm. I can't believe you. You know what? I can believe it because I know you. Yeah. God, you're a, oh. I don't know why you're surprised. I'm not, but I am. Listen, game time decision. I don't like you. November 3rd, I'll let you guys know. What day is November 3rd? Oh, it's a Thursday. Thursday. Dang it. So we're going to know the week of. Yeah. Oh, you're the worst. It's it's a month away. Almost exactly a month away. Just under a month. Hey, can you talk about uh, this Disney game every six months thing that you made a note about? No, I don't want to. Okay. Yes. So I heard it in a, I heard it in a podcast. Disney's goal is to put out some form of a Star Wars game every six months. Not necessarily AAA, but a form of a Star Wars game every six months. Like on a console? Not just console. Mobile, what have you. You don't care because you don't even like Star Wars. I don't hate Star Wars. I feel the same way. I don't dislike Star Wars. I just dislike anything but the original trilogy. Do you guys mind if I make a bold statement? Sure, go, go ahead. It. Knowing me, as you can see around the room, I'm a fan of a certain franchise. Mm-hmm. I'm getting tired of Star Wars. Yep. Who isn't? I think Disney is destroying the brand. Yes, they're, yes that's exactly what they do. They are milking it for all it's worth. And me, I mean, it's, you guys know me more than most. I'm a hardcore Star Wars fan. I am getting tired of Star Wars. Imagine just like the, a passive fan. Yeah. It, it's becoming just another franchise at this point. They, they've done the exact same thing with Marvel. Yes. Like who genuinely gets excited about the new Marvel TV show or movie now? Nobody. Yeah. Kids, and that's the problem. Their market is children, and they will keep pumping out more and more movies and TV shows because children keep eating it up, and mm. kids and parents will have Disney Plus on in the background twenty four seven at their home. Yeah, let's. Never in my lifetime did I think they would make Star Wars TV shows, much less. 14 different Star Wars TV shows. Mandalorian, Boba Fett. No, Jank. Which one is it? Boba Boba Fett? Fett. Yeah. And and Andor. Andor. Bad Batch. Rebels. Clone Wars. The list goes on. And then we we could just leave episode 7, 8, and 9 all the way. Here's what I like. Right when they announced Boba Fett. No, Mandalorian, the TV show. It was the first TV show. I thought, this is unbelievable. We get to see 
a weekly episodic version of Star Wars. This is what I've been wanting for a long time. Now that seven different TV shows have been released about two years later, maybe three years, uh, I'm tired of it. Oh, and uh, what's his face? Obi-Wan. They did that TV show too. That was an excellent TV show. (laughs) That was an excellent TV show. And that's the thing. Mandalorian was excellent. Boba Fett was meh. Obi-Wan was excellent. All the animated, I don't like them. Navarro really likes them. And they did shorts too, right? Yes, which those are kind of cool. But what I like about those is it's different artists taking each episode and making it their own. So Mm. I almost don't, it's not canon. It's. So what do you dislike right now then? There's way too much. It used to be special. You know, in 77 when they announced it, it it broke the world. People were like, oh my gosh, what is this? This is amazing. I want to see more of it. Three years later, they had a second movie. Amazing. We want to see more. Three years later, they put out episode six. Hit or miss. A lot of people don't like it. A lot of people do. I like the movie personally. 30 years later, maybe 20 years, they announce the prequels. Whether you like them or not, it was more Star Wars. Then I think 06 maybe was episode three, maybe. Is that about right? Somewhere in that era. Then again, you wait a couple more years. Disney's like, hey, we acquired Star Wars. We're putting out more movies. Then the ball got rolling. Now it's just another just another movie coming out. You when know, you, another you, TV show. Yeah, when you hear Star Wars, you're like, oh, okay. And I, yeah. Another it, one. It's hard to, <laughs> it's hard to put in. <laughs> you're ridiculous. And that's true, man. It's so true. It's just another TV show that's getting put on the internet, man. Star Wars isn't special anymore. It's not this white whale of, what the heck is this movie about? Mm-hmm. Let me see. Now it's you know everything about everyone. You know, I don't, I don't like it anymore, dude. I haven't seen the last couple TV shows because I'm just tired of it. And I'm a big Star Wars fan. I'm a you know, huge Star Wars fan. You know what I feel like is gonna come next, like Star Wars is Lord of the Rings. I feel like they're gonna just pump that. Absolutely, out. absolutely. I would, I would be shocked if they didn't start making more movies. And this is the problem. It's the era of, and I read, I watched a interview actually with Matt Damon, believe it or not. He said the cost to make a movie nowadays, you can't just come out with a new IP and make a movie because it costs so much money these days. The only way that you can do it is with the backing of a previous IP that you know there's fans. So mm. that's the danger of it now. Mm. Back in the day, maybe in the early 2000s, you can make a movie and take the risk of losing money because you'll make that money back with DVD sales and Blu-ray sales. Nowadays, it's all streaming, so there's no back-end, there's no back-end money coming in, no revenue stream. So I think that's what it is now. It's the era of remakes. It's the era of reissues. You're just taking old IPs and making new movies out of it because you know, even if... It's a flop. The original fans are going to go see it. So I think that's yeah. what it is. It's a safe bet now, which isn't fun anymore. 
It's not exciting. There's nothing new exciting coming out in the Star Wars world. And for that matter, in any other aspect of like reissues. Same with Jurassic World, man. <laughs> I knew Don't that was I knew that was I those. knew that was gonna happen. <laughs> I knew it. I Jurassic mean, Park it, is amazing. And they had to ruin it with that BS. I didn't even see you pra- past the first one. I didn't either. I didn't either. Horrible. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not one, you know me, I'm not one for being a a critic, but I'm just sick. I'm just sick of them taking something that I grew up on yep. being special and loving and giving me way too information on it. Yep. Or so, how about all the Disney uh, live action movies they're remaking because the cartoons? If I could curse for a minute, <laughs> hey, no. you can bleep it out. If, yeah, uh, screw those shows. I cannot stand a live action. I haven't seen live action Aladdin. Lion I, King. I only saw Lion King because Savannah's family wanted to go see it, and I saw it with him. I'm not seeing L- Little Mermaid. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the actor. I don't care about all of that. I don't want to re. I don't want to see a classic that I love. Get remade. Yeah. Why? Yeah. You don't want to see Will Smith as the genie? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Me I don't, neither. I cannot. I don't get. I get it from a corporate standpoint. But as a fan, I think it's stupid. And I hate that fans are still going to see it because they're supporting it and the corporate seeing that and they're saying, yeah, this is working. Let's keep doing it. Yeah. I'm done with my rant. I'm on vacation. Vacation, Jesse. Yeah, I agree, though. Um, Where do we that start? Disney. They're coming out with a game every six months, which there's two games coming out that I am looking forward to because they're AAA titles. Are they Legos? No. No? <laughs> Aha. One of them is called Eclipse, Star Wars Eclipse. I don't know what the heck the game's about, but there was a teaser trailer, and it looks fantastic. The second game is a, is a, is a sequel to Jedi Fallen Order. Which is, in my opinion, the best Star Wars game ever put out. It's first person. You're a Jedi right after Order 66. It's fantastic. I so they're making you. a sequel. That one's going to be good. But, and again, I didn't look more into it other than what I heard from the podcast. And it's a gaming podcast. So, you know, it's X1 Bros. They, Mark is a big Star Wars fan. So when he, you know, if he's read something like that i kind of take his word for it that disney said that so hypothetic which i believe them because what the, that's what they're doing with the tv shows and movies there's always something new coming out from star wars so as far as games go i don't know how it's going to go but i liked jedi fallen order but i don't like the idea of every six months having a new star wars video game mm-hmm I think that's like the trend of uh, Disney now. And Disney, the company, they're just like, we're going to make nothing new. We're just going to recreate everything we did in the past because it worked. And we're just going to throw it in to 2022. And let's see how the people like it. So that's what they did. That's what they're yeah. doing. That's, the, that's, that's how to get money nowadays. There's no risk anymore. It's all, it's got to be concrete. We have to make money off of it. And that sucks because you're not going to see anything new for a long time. Unfortunately. And I, I pray to God that they never make a Star Wars episode 10, 10? 11, and 12. I hope 
Man, I hope not. And they've said they're done with the Skywalker saga, but in 15 years, we're going to see another Star Wars main title series. If they, if in 10 years they make another Star Wars saga series, my kids will never know what that is. You're going to have kids in 10 years? Tim's having kids in 10 yeah. years. All right. Let's, let's change topics for a I'll minute. I'll be 38. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. I don't like the idea of... I love Star Wars. Again, you both of you guys know me really well. I love Star Wars, and I'm I'm sick of Star Wars, which should tell you how upset I am about it. Yeah, I could. Even the strongest Star Wars fans might get sick of Star Wars once in a while. It might take make you put all your stuff away. Nope. Oh, okay. Epi- again, episode one through six is all. Did you I'm say episode four on. through six? One through six. Oh, four. okay. He said four. Yeah, he said four. <laughs> don't <laughs> I will get into this argument with you guys I will do it but I don't want to it's fine we don't have to argue about it that's fine Mr. Critic <laughs> I'm not gonna get into it I'm just gonna say as a child one through three were great as an adult yes yeah, my same experience can you not leave it like that though can you not watch it remembering how you felt as a child no no it ruins absolutely it. not really yes if i could just never watch those three again and have the memory it'd be great but when people try to make me watch one through three or i have to bring up one through three it's just whew, they were not great wow I, I can say this without lying every other week i watch one of those first three movies I'm gonna I'm gonna say a Ashton favorite. Heaven above. <laughs> Every other week. Every other I week. don't even know what to say. It takes me back to that time. I don't I don't think of it as I am now. I think of it as I remember where I was when I saw it for the first time. I remember collecting the toys. I remember setting up the battle scenes. I mean, that's how I feel about it. That's why you're great though. You can keep things in the past. <laughs> That's why I'm great. <laughs> I, I, it's an insult and a compliment. I can't. <laughs> if I see that movie now, I'll just make it will make my skin crawl. Yeah. All right. But that's not a knock on the movie because I still have memories of seeing episode one in theaters and stuff. But I, God, I can't watch them now. <laughs> no, you no. can't. Uh, you can't watch it like how you watch the. Dep- yeah, can't compare it to The Departed. <laughs> How you watch it from like, a, like if you watch an 80s movie, it sucks, but it's of the era. It depends what 80s movie we're watching though. You can't watch it like that? No, like, it because... Sucked, it, episode one sucked for 1999, but that's what it was back then. It probably because I'm not a, a big fan of Star Wars. Yeah, man. But... Man, I... Do you wonder that sometimes why you get attached to certain IPs? Mm. I think if you think about it long enough, you can figure out what it is that draws you to it. Do you? So, okay. Do you mind going down this for a minute? Sure. So, t- both of you guys know me really well. T- Tim, I think you know me far more than most people on this earth. Do you think you can... Because I don't know this. Can you figure out why I like Star Wars so much? I don't think it goes that deep for me. There's no underlying meaning to those movies. 
I think it's mainly because it's attached to his childhood. I, I, I nostalgia. <clears throat> you think? Yeah, I don't think that you even care about the story as much. I think if those same, I don't. I think if those same six movies came out in 2022, you wouldn't even care as much. But I think if that, they were shot for shot, is that yeah, what you mean? Like if they came out now, I will say that we grew up watching Star Wars a lot. Maybe that's why you like them so much. But the characters in four, five, and six are great. And the experience is great and the world is great, but I don't think that you personally mm. love Star Wars and are a huge Star Wars fan because let's just be honest, you can't sit through a movie without doing twenty other things. Not with Star Wars. No. I'll tell you that. I can I can watch Star Wars. One any any one. I know. I it I know you may not believe me because my eight, how messed up I am. I can sit through any single Star Wars movie one through six and watch it. I would love to see that sometime. We I should know. do that. Maybe it is nostalgic. Maybe it maybe it's that simple. Yeah. I think it is. I mean, I think Star Wars is a is a good story. It's family. It's all about family. <clears throat> so this is just me though. Four, five, and six, I keep saying this, had great stories, great characters. Even the actors and actresses were great. When you compare it to all the one through three, seven through nine, or even all the TV shows, it just doesn't give you that same feeling. I agree with that. Like the same story, character-driven base. Like everything about those is great. And uh, I don't know. They just capitalized off something that was a one-off. Yeah. That wasn't supposed to be popular. And turned out to be this huge thing. And then they just started just, like we said, throwing it all at it. But I can sit through episode four, five, and six and watch those any day. Like, I I just watched episode five, like, not even two or three weeks ago. You didn't text me? <laughs> I didn't know I had to. <laughs> what were you thinking? What did you have something to say? <laughs> when it comes to Star Wars, text me. <laughs> Just like, I'm watching it too. <laughs> Ash, so I want to know what's your history with Star Wars? I don't I know Tim's, I don't know yours. I don't know how old I would have been when I first saw it, but I uh do remember renting four, five, and six from Blockbuster as a kid. And that was mainly due to me renting uh, Star Wars video games for GameCube from Blockbuster. But I do remember Episode 1 having the lightsaber fight. There was no lightsaber fight in mm-hmm. 4, 5, and 6 like the one in Episode 1. And that really sucking uh, Tanner and I into it. Um I always say if it didn't have that lightsaber fight, that movie would have been a 100% flop, even though most people already think it is. That's the saving grace of that movie, is that lightsaber scene, and Darth Maul in general. I think 4, 5, and 6 holds up because the writing is just better. Um, I think the writing's not good in 1, 2, and 3. and then It says something, though, right? Like, you can watch a movie from the 70s, and it holds up so well. Right. And then you watch a movie from like the 90s and the early 2000s and you're just like... Well, even 7, 8, and 9, I don't think the writing's going <laughs> really good um, at all. It's, it's literally almost a shot-for-shot shot remake of 4, 5, and 6. 
it's yeah, except they crapped on Luke and yeah, it's just a right. disaster. So, have you seen seven, eight, nine? I haven't seen nine. Um, In my opinion, that's that's the best of the seven, eight, nine. You're, that's like saying those. Which is like not great. Crap, crap, and then <laughs> not so crappy. You're you're totally right. Um, so it started with video games for you. Yeah, I don't remember if the video games came first or the movies, but um, yeah, they were right there together. So okay, <clears throat> I do have one question though. I know Jesse's all-time favorite is Star Wars. What is your all-time favorite like? Like franchise from childhood, or like you're asking me that question now. Now, I like to, I mean, I like to know both, but now I think Lupin. I was gonna say, besides Lupin, <laughs> I almost would have guessed it. Oh, what, I, I knew you were gonna say that. Let's go childhood. Um, probably Power Rangers. Um, I mean, I like Star Wars, but I would, I don't see myself, I w- if you ask me, hey, you want to watch a Star Wars movie? I would say no. Well, dang, no, no, we're not. I'm with you on that. Out. Um, but I wouldn't necessarily want to watch a Power Rangers movie now either. I think that uh, Power Rangers, Batman, and um, Star Wars were like my three childhood things, but... Do I necessarily watch any of those now? No. I think I think it's good to like differentiate from the past and the present versus like what you loved growing up and then you could leave it alone and the memories are great, but you would never ruin it now because I disagree. It's <laughs> it's just it's because you know if you watch it now, it's just gonna ruin it. And I don't see it that awful. way. I don't see it that way. I see it. I appreciated it when I was that young. So when I watch it, I remember that time in my life. I don't see it as a. And again, I know this is so obvious, and I know you guys don't think this way. I see it. I don't watch it as a critic anymore. I watch it as I enjoyed this when I was a kid. So instead of like, I see myself coming back to my childhood and watching it. I don't see it as I am now and taking the movie back to back then and saying how stupid the movie was. I think that's where you are different from Tim and I, where right. we want to leave our childhood as good memories in the past instead of revisiting it. I would say I'm that way with most things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how I am. Mm-hmm. Like, if I have a good memory, I just want to leave it as a good memory. Right. I wouldn't want to look at that again. But that's good for you, because at least you can just... (laughs) No, I'm... Shut up. At least you can do that. Shut up. You don't have to worry about the the cringe and the... Here's how I see it in in such a weird way to explain it. I have... Make all the jokes you want. I have so much going on as an adult, where being a homeowner, having a a career and worrying about this kind of stuff. Again, make all the jokes you want. I want to take myself out of that and watch these movies and forget. It's escapism. It's I want to forget what's going on so I don't bring my adulthood back to that childhood movie. Yeah. I remember it as I am as a child. Yeah. You know? 
So as I appreciate the stuff, like I buy Star Wars Legos and put them in the room, that reminds me of like, there was a time in my life where I didn't have these worries. So I get to look at them and be like, like, I don't know. It's a weird way of saying there's, that's how I draw happiness from all the adult stuff going on, you know? Yeah. I kind of feel that with, uh, with Pokemon. When I hear the Pokemon theme song, it takes me back to being a kid. <sighs> and again, you go back and watch the Pokemon TV show, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, Pokemon's like this recurring thing where it just calls me at random times and, you know, I heed the call. But <laughs> um, I don't have that with Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Um I don't know. It's uh I've always just kind of had this thing where I don't want to I almost feel like if I try to wedge myself back into childhood things that it would taint the memories that I have of that thing. Um and then also I think as you like as you get older what naturally appeals to you changes a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't necessarily get to choose what appeals to you. Um, wow. Yeah. That's really interesting that you say that. Hmm. I don't know what else to think about that. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good point, Ash. <laughs> Where go from here? No, uh, you're totally right. Because you don't like things will come up, and I'm like, wow, I'm really into that, and I, it's kind of hard to explain why. But you really want to like whether it comes to collectibles or Legos or comics or whatever. There will be a comic that come out, like Sherlock Holmes. There was a Sherlock Holmes comic line that came out a couple years ago, and I was so attached to it. I bought every issue, and I didn't know what. I was like, man, I don't know what it is. I really like this what's going on here mm. I don't understand exactly sometimes you don't know why you can't if someone says why do you like it so much yeah you want to have you want to have an answer but sometimes you don't I think if you drill down deep enough you can figure out why certain things appeal to you but I think that that's uh, a little bit of proof that we're not totally we don't totally have free will in life um You know, uh, maybe a trivial example would be back when we did Last Samurai, you and Tim both made comments about going into it, Tom Cruise not necessarily being your favorite actor where it's like, oh, this is just going to be another Tom Cruise type movie. But I think you both like 007, right? Love. Mm -hmm. Okay. So like for the most part, I don't give a rat's ass about 007, like that character. But... Tom Cruise's character in Mission Impossible is just like, man, this this is so cool to me. But I think that it would be the reverse for both of y'all. Where have, have you watched all the Mission Impossible movies? Mm-hmm. I own them all. I've never seen them. <laughs> Wait, a single one? I've never seen a single one. You've never seen a single Mission Impossible? No. Holy crap. <laughs> I own every single one. <laughs> They look. They look. Jesse good on, looks stunned. They look good on the Blu-ray shelf, though. Yeah, they do. I cannot believe that. 
Oh man. I've never seen any Mission Impossible movie. No. But I I I do like the way they look. <laughs> on my shelf. I'm not I I mean, I'm not surprised, but yeah, I guess so. I'm I'm you know what I am surprised? I don't know. It, it's a lot to think about for a minute. You haven't seen a single one. That was a, cur- a cultural phenomenon. Like I mean, that's you know, what Tom I've, Cruise is known for. I've always gravitated towards 007, and I never felt the need to watch Mission Yeah, Impossible. but you've never seen every 007 movie. Have you? Besides no. Daniel Craig's, have you seen any 007 movie? I've seen Sean Connery's. Didn't you only do two? I don't remember. I thought you've seen them. I have, but I don't remember how many there was. You didn't see... Um, Isn't there like 20-something 007 movies? I think there's like 50. <laughs> there was so many 007 movies. Wait, what about um the guy that played in Goldeneye the game? Uh, what's his name? Holy crap. Pierce Brosnan. You oh, never yeah, seen I've his? Seen, I've seen those. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I've seen a, I've seen a There's a lot yeah, of 007 okay. movies. That would be pretty cool to like go through those. Listen, that Blu-ray collection. That Blu-ray collection always goes on sale from time to time. It's on Amazon Prime right now. For some reason, they're promoting it. I think it's on sale. Yeah, There's some type of. It big. goes from like two hundred to like one oh nine every now and then. Oh my! There, maybe that may be a topic one day. Your your favorite double. Do you have a double oh seven? No, I. I don't for know. the most part, I don't really like double oh seven. Oh, that's right. We just talked about that. But okay, so did you watch Drake and Josh? Of course. Did you? particularly like Drake's character? Not as much as Josh. Okay, see, I think that this is what I'm talking about. Like, you and I both thought Drake was, like, really cool. You didn't think so? I mean, he was cool, but Josh was just funny to me. I like Josh more. See? There is a lot to dig into here. Yes, but I also think that that's predictable. But what does that have to do with the 007? I'm, I'm trying to make the point that uh, there are things that we just naturally gravitate towards without thinking about it beforehand. What did you like about Josh besides the fact that he was funny? Was that it? No, he liked video games more than Drake. Drake was annoying because he thought he was better than everybody else. Well, he was better than everybody else. Was he? <laughs> he got the girls. He played I pre- guitar. I, I, particularly, he a cool car. I particularly liked the episode when they bet each other that he can't. He could stop eating candy versus right. him stop playing video games. <laughs> right, that was good. Wow, dang, that's really interesting. Maybe it's just because you guys up. like guitar, and Jesse was always attached to women. <laughs> what? He, what? He was never. He was never single. <laughs> Your womanizer. <laughs> I don't. I didn't think about that. <laughs> I don't want to go into that. I thought you said to dig deeper. I thought you were about to say he was really into candy. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Did Jesse get snobbed out of a role for Drake and Josh? Because <laughs> that's literally Jesse. <laughs> I love candy. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. I like both characters, but I just liked Josh. Really, a you gravitated more. towards Josh. <laughs> yeah, especially the the things he said. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. 
You really knew that? You could have That's why I made that? the example. Really? I knew Tim was going to say Josh. I would have never guessed that. I mean, come on. When he tries to grow his little porn stash. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Man, you just opened up a can of worms How in my How could you head. not like Josh? No, I liked him, but I thought Drake was the coolest person ever. I mean, that's what he was made to be, the coolest person ever. Wow. I thought cool people back then were assholes. And that's what they were. See, I didn't see him as an asshole. I mean... He wasn't really a jerk, was he? He wasn't. I don't think he was to us. No. Wait, I'd have to watch the show again. I don't. It's remember. on Hulu. I know it is. I've wa- I've gone back. I don't. I've never. I don't remember him specifically being a jerk towards Josh at all. I mean, like, kind of like jokey brother stuff, but never like a never one of those school bullies. He was never made out to be that. No, he wasn't made out to be that. No. You're just asking me who I preferred and who I liked more. This is sick. You're right. You we learn new things about each other every single week. Mm-hmm. You're a Josh guy. Is this guy. like mind blowing? Yeah, for me. I don't know. Man. Interesting. That but really is. I'm fair, not kidding. To be fair, I like the show. It was regardless. Be- it was the best Nickelodeon show on the on yeah. at the time. Oh yeah. Yeah. It still Dang. cracks me up though when I when I watch it. Oh, oh yeah. Wait. Yeah, you're right. It holds up. Yeah. I'll still watch it. Yeah. 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 Did you know Josh was on like hardcore drugs later yeah. in the show? Yeah. Did you ever watch his interview? He did like a podcast interview. With he did. Somebody. He did a couple podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, with uh, Burke Kreischer, he was on. I think Dobrik, he mm-hmm. did one. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Man, that's really. Do you know what's going on with Drake right now? Is he in behind bars? I haven't kept up with it. I thought he was living in Mexico. Yeah, I know he left to Mexico, but I think he was still on trial. I don't know. I know Josh's his YouTube channel is really annoying. Yeah, I don't watch his he's, vlogs. He's just kind stuff. of annoying. Period. But, um, yeah. So I don't know. So, what made you point out that show? Versus, uh, it came to mind, and I I thought that that would be a a clear difference between Jesse and I and and you. Um. Because Drake is just such a embodiment of what Jesse and I both wanted to to be when we were that age. We talked in that in our point oh zero point five episode of Nowhere to Be. We talked a lot about that actually. Episode zero. We didn't really th- notice it. Until you guys we should throw that up it. on the channel. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we did. But again, yeah, like you said, we wanted to. I don't know we saw it growing up wanting to be that person. I mean, I necessarily didn't want to be either of them. I just related more towards Josh. Yeah. Dang. Like he was more approachable and realistic versus Drake. Yep. Like he was more of the person in high in in school rather than Drake. Yeah, but I wanted to be Drake. <laughs> yeah, and he went, that's a, yeah. I mean, that's the thing, he was never like. It's, see, Drake's character was appealing to you and I, but it didn't, that didn't have the effect on Tim. And if it did, he would be like, 
like us. Right. He, he would, would say that, oh, yeah, Drake was awesome. You're totally right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a personality thing. Hmm. Interesting. You're our fat brother, Tim. That's what I'm trying to be. Interesting. It's a lot to get into here. <laughs> Just making me think of episodes now. It's I funny. know. I love Drake and Josh. It was, it's the best. It was the best show. It really was. Like when you watch it, you think back to like the when when Drake <laughs> <laughs> when Josh was building the rocket in their room. <laughs> he says, "Can you put on the nose con?" <laughs> he says, "It's nose cone." He says, "It's a nose con." Oh my god! He's like, I've only seen that written. I've never heard it out loud. Two two of my favorite uh, episodes are the steered straight. Oh yeah, and the treehouse. Oh the yeah, treehouse was one, probably one of the most memorable episodes <laughs> in the whole series. Oh my god, that was seriously it was an amazing. And show. the pool, the pool episode when they go hustle pool. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a great one. That too. steered straight was such a good episode. Wait, which one is that? Which one? I don't know that one's Street Straight. It's <laughs> when they get arrested <laughs> and the convict steals the cop car. And they go back to their own house to pretend to rob it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't remember that? Wow, I remember. Do you remember when they're in the that. cop car and the guy that has robbed the car, stolen the cop car, takes out a grapefruit? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's like, oh, hold on, I think I keep some sugar packets. <laughs> and he's like, Put sugar while he's driving the cop car. I remember an episode when they're in this in their rich in the um the uh movie theater owner's Helen's house and she's got apartment. the hot tub in the house. Yeah. 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 And she's blind, she had LASIK surgery. Yeah. <laughs> Helen they throw a party in her house. Yeah, Helen. Yeah, man. Drake was in a hot tub with just <laughs> well, yeah. all these girls. Exactly. Yeah. That was the draw, man. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. I love Drake and Josh. We should review an episode of Dragon. And, and there's for next there's week. more <laughs> episodes than you think. There's like three seasons. I think there's more than there's that. More than three there's seasons. I think there's six. Se- yeah. Maybe six. Yeah. Yeah. There was always more than you thought. Because after like season three, Josh lost a hundred pounds. Yeah. <laughs> he stopped doing drugs. That's what happened. Or yeah. he started doing drugs. Yeah. There was a switch there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Man, that's funny. Have you guys ever watched like have you ever looked at the top like 10 or 15? It's four seasons. Four? But there's like How is that 20 episodes in a season, right? Season one only has two episodes. Okay, that's not even a season. Season two has nine, three has 17, four has 19. Wow, that's way more than I remembered. Yeah. I knew it wasn't like a lot, a lot, but... That's how, that's what it was back then. Yeah, it was crazy. Only I would have thought there was over 100 episodes. Yeah. Maybe like 45. That's probably why I remember so many of them. Three years. Yeah. Yeah. That's how. That's the model back then. They just played it it so much. Yeah, fifty-seven episodes over four seasons. That's probably why we remember so many of them so much. Is because we saw them so many times over and over and over. So uh, the the Christmas episode didn't come out till two thousand eight. So it came out a year after the show ended. Hmm. And then they did, remember they did three movies, didn't they? Or two movies. So Drake and Josh Go Hollywood came out in 2006. And a really big shrimp was <laughs> one of them. <laughs> Do you remember that one? Uh, 
I think that might have been a joke in Go Hollywood. It, this says it only had two oh. films, Drake and Josh Go Hollywood and then Merry Christmas, Drake and Josh in 2009. Oh, okay. Yeah, really big. I never liked that one. That was in Hollywood. You didn't like the Christmas one? I loved it. Yeah, I did too. He came in on the fire truck. Remember Drake at he the He sang. End? Drake the at the end Bell singing rock. on top of the the bed of that truck. Did you do you do you have the song in your library? Jingle Bell Rock by Drake Bell? Dude, they put it out. Dude, it's an awesome version of it. I love it. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> I love Drake and Josh. Um have you have you guys ever seen like one of the top like ten or fifteen IMDB movies of all time? Have you ever looked through that list? No. Have you ever okay, so this question may be just for Tim then, because I know he's seen a couple of them. Have you ever seen like a world renowned yes. The Godfather. You don't like it? No. You don't like The Godfather? It took forever for me to watch that movie. You were freaking nuts. We watched it together a yeah. month ago. Yeah. You a month liked ago. It. Two months ago. It was a while ago. You liked it. I cannot. Are You're, you nuts? Are you telling me that you could sit down and watch that again? Over The Irishman? You like The Irishman. Are you nuts? I can't watch that movie again. You would pick The Irishman over The Godfather? I never said anything about The Irishman. Yeah, but you like the movie, and it's longer than The Godfather. I don't like The Godfather, no. I wouldn't watch that again. You did not say a negative thing about it that day. I didn't like it. Oh, my God. No. Me and Dan were just talking about this a That's couple weeks ago. That's the number one movie of all time. I know. I, well, no, listen, actually, we're peaking here because I'm so angry. <laughs> actually, now on IMDb, the number one movie is... Shawshank. Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, never, you're right. I've That's always number that. one. That's always been number one. You haven't seen that yet? Mm-mm. Ashton, have you seen it? No. That movie does not deserve to be number one. <laughs> the, so The Godfather is number two, and Godfather Part Two is number four. Can I tell you what number three is? Yes. Batman. Yeah, Dark Knight Dark Rises. Dark Knight. Which that deserves to be number one, in my opinion. Schindler's List is number six. Eight, Lord of the Rings is in top ten. And it's at number seven and What is nine. 12 Angry Men? I don't know. It's number five. Inception is number 13. So all three Lord of the Rings are in the top 15. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, Star Wars Episode Five is in top 15, maybe, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe top twenty. It's number fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. Goodfellas is number seventeen. Okay, so we're listen. We're going down. Spirited Away is number thirty-one. Yeah, it is. Okay. Have you? Okay, so neither of you guys have seen the top ten at least one of them besides Godfather, Dark Knight. The Departed is number forty. Um, <laughs> I have seen. <laughs> you you brought this upon yourself. <laughs> well, this is my point. I'm trying to make the number one movie in the world. What is it? The Shawshank Redemption. I do not think it deserves to be even in the top ten. So Put it my, this way: I liked The Godfather, but I would never, ever, ever watch it again. Would you watch The Irishman again? No. But you like the Irishman? Would you put it over the Godfather? I haven't seen the Irishman in how long? How long ago was that? We living together. It's within three years, four years. It was probably four or five years ago. No, it wasn't that long. Again, you remember the movie? You saw it? Would you put that over the Godfather? No. Okay. But I would yeah, never I watch the. Get- I would never watch the Godfather again. I'm shocked. That you said that, because I think Godfather is amazing. So you would watch it again? No. 
<laughs> I knew I was going to get him with that, Ash. It was so long. It was so long. And I there's three parts. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen part two. You slept through the whole part two. <laughs> I slept through part two. Yeah, uh, but here's my question. Okay, so I guess the question's pointless because none of you guys have seen a lot of the mi- big movies. That's not true. Uh, Dark Knight's number three. Okay, so my question is, have you guys seen like a critically acclaimed great movie and saw it and thought, this is not that great? For me, it's Shawshank. I, th- I, don't, I don't know why that movie is that amazing. I don't see it. So I am one of the most unqualified people to ask this question to because... Well, I'm the most unqualified. As so a rule, I don't like movies that much because I don't like sitting for two hours. Mm-hmm. And Tim can attest to this. The amount of Blu-rays I have that I have not watched <laughs> is immoral. That are, that are still on the wrapping? That is immo- It is immoral. And like Tim just said, they look good on the shelf, but... Do they ever make it into the player? <laughs> no. Hell no. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. I don't know that I can answer that question, Jess. I've seen The Dark Knight, but it's been since I was in high school. But I remember liking yeah. it. I'll say that movie is, I think it's the best Batman movie of all time. That that movie deserves to be in the top five. I thought you liked the new Batman movie when you said you liked it a little bit more. I liked it a little more, but I think at the end of the day, with Heath Ledger, the Joker is the most famous Batman villain of all time. So the fact that he played that and did it so well kind of puts it over the edge for me. I think... Christian Bale was a better Batman. So I think that movie deserves to be above it. But what I'm saying is they put it at number three, I think you said, right? I think it deserves to be there. They didn't put the Batman in number three, so I can't really make that argument. The Dark Knight deserves to be there. I don't think Shawshank deserves to be number one. Mm. I saw it. It's a good movie, but why the heck is it in... Number one. I mean, this is also just people voting. This isn't really necessarily like... Well, I mean, it's people. Yeah. You know? Like, Dark Knight's up there for a reason. But, to be fair, Shawshank and The Godfather both have the same rating. They're just more votes for the Shawshank than The Godfather. I think that's so stupid. 2.6 million people for Shawshank is what I saw. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's there for a reason. That's crazy. There's 1.8 for the guy. And it's from 94. Year I was born. That's a that's a prime year. Yeah, I don't think it should be in one. So that was my question, but I've seen that one. I've seen Godfather. I've seen Dark Knight. What was number four? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. I think I've seen a lot of the top movies. I went through a phase where I wanted to see all of them. I, I think Shawshank doesn't deserve to be there. Grave of Fireflies in 45. I'm not watching that. What's I've that? never seen it. What's that? Why Studi- aren't you watching it? Studio Ghibli. It's supposed to be really sad. Like, really sad. It's these two kids whose parents die in an air raid during uh, the World War II. Oh, God. These American planes kill their parents. Like, basically burn up in front of them and 
kids are like trying to survive oh, Jesus. the war. I don't want to see that yeah, either. No. Okay. I'm not watching it. That's the one Ghibli movie I won't watch. There's four Studio Ghibli movies in the top 100. Well, there's a reason for that. You don't have to tell me, Ash. They're good. I know. <laughs> but I don't we're know. Gonna get, we're going to get Jesse on board. I don't know why uh, House of Moving Castle isn't one of them, but we can talk about that. Hey, Whisper of the Heart's not on there either, brother. No. You can hey. you can talk about it, but I have no opinion on it. I think they're so boring. I think the next three for the next two movies are going to have to be Studio Ghibli, Ash. <laughs> I no. think so, too. Back I don't to back. Think so because <laughs> oh, wait. Who's picking the next movie? You just you did. Oh, right. And then Trey. And then Trey. Did you tell him so, that it had to be streamed? I haven't talked about this yet. This is news to us. Oh. So not next week, but the week after, our good friend, Trey Paskin. Pask van. <laughs> what did I say? You said Paskin. <laughs> he is like ready to just throw his phone or whatever he's listening on at this point. So, dude, I know your last name, I promise. What's crazy about this dude is Trey is not even his name. You're going to learn so much about this man. <laughs> he's the third. What's his real name? Oh, I don't know. Oh, he's going to throw his phone again. No, he's not. <laughs> Joseph. Joseph. Is it Joseph? It's Joseph. He's the third, <laughs> so he goes by Trey. So uh, everybody knows him as Trey, T-R-E-Y. Yeah. I didn't know this until like six months ago. When we went to his wedding. That That's not his first name. But His wedding was a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally in October last year. I know, he just had it. Which is when we originally planned to do a podcast. <laughs> and he's like, just let me get back from my honeymoon. <laughs> You're right. Anyway, back to the point. He, Trey is coming on in two weeks. We've set a date. A beautiful Saturday morning podcast. I'm so excited for this podcast. So next week when we have a podcast, we're going to review Frankenstein, and then Trey is going to pick the movie. We're going to watch it, and then when he's here, we're going to all review it together. I can't he, wait. He hasn't told me yet, and I'm leaving town in two days. So he has to tell me real soon. He said something to me about it on Wednesday. Okay. Uh, what I'm going to have him do is probably text you. I'm going to see him on Sunday. Okay, he, doesn't remind to, him. he doesn't have to tell you till next Friday, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, 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 you're right. Either way, he he's going to be picking the next movie. I'm really excited about it, and we're going to have him on. I can't wait to have him on. And he actually listens to the entire episode, so he's yeah. he's definitely listening at this Crazy. point. Crazy. Yeah, he's, listen, I can't wait for you to meet him. He's He's an awesome dude. I think you guys are really I'm going to have click. to brush up on my RuneScape. Hey, I opened up a RuneScape account and started playing again recently. Yeah, good deal. You I've been I've been woodcutting. <laughs> I always can pre- <laughs> I can always predict what Jesse's going to do when he starts a new RuneScape account. <laughs> I'm very basic. Fire fire making, woodcutting, fishing. fishing. Fishing and cooking. He'll go to the village where you can do all three at once. We'll get into it, Ash. I make I've been playing it. I'm I've been getting into it. I really like it. Um. So yeah, he's gonna he's gonna pick our next movie. So, but again, I can't wait for you to see this movie. Ash. <laughs> Listen, I mean, I didn't have this. I'm happy that I actually got a copy of it. Yeah, I'm. I've glad, never owned. I'm this. glad you finally own a copy. I've I've purchased those in Blu-ray when we were all living together. Well, here's the thing. I I want the movie collection. You've been uh, wanting that movie collection. I know. It's been years, and it's like something that I don't want to buy for myself, but I'm hoping someone will buy it for me. So what I want to... I'm just... I threw it on the Christmas list, and I sent it to my mom. Maybe they'll end up getting it for me. I don't know. But I would love 
Because this is another huge part of my childhood, you know? Except these hold up. They do hold... <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> they do hold up. Uh, a lot of it is tied to Tim and his family because I think he kind of... Him and his dad kind of introduced it to me, if I remember right. And, like, growing up when I would go to his house, we would watch him and it just, like, pick a random movie to fall asleep to. You know what? I wish they would make single of that, hold that ghost... They didn't make it in Blu-ray? Not single. You can really? The collection, yeah. But Well, we'll figure out the collection. Uh, yeah, so that's going to be the next movie review for next week. And I can't wait for it. I'm going to have to watch it tomorrow or Sunday. I'll I'll, I'll brush up on it. I remember that movie <laughs> like the back of my hand. It's Yeah, me too. But, <laughs> but I'll tell you what, it's been at least, I want to say at least five years, if We not watched longer. it together at the old house. Did we? Yeah. I love this movie. Looking forward to it. Tim, great movie pick this week. Jess, thank you for doing the Lord's work, getting that intro oh, yeah, put together yeah, for yeah. us for Halloween. Yeah, I didn't... Uh, so listen, let's wrap this up. Yeah. I'll, what I'll probably do is throw in... I may do it this week. I'll put in the new intro music and... It's October. Well, should we save the Halloween for no. the Halloween episode? No. <laughs> really? All of October. Really? No. All of October. Awesome. I think when, it's good enough. When December hits, we'll do something for Christmas, but every episode in October. Cool. It's too you, good so to only like use it. once. You like it? Yes. I just want to make sure. Okay. What I don't like about it is when I sent it to the group chat, Tim says, sounds good to me. <laughs> You, no, he said, I mean, it sounds I good to mean, me. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter to me. I think that's what he said. I like that you actually give me input on it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not musically inclined. I'm not kidding. That took me about five hours. We're not asking like for you to, to dissect sure it. sure did. Yeah. Yeah. I'll throw it in, man, if you guys want to do in a, whole, a whole October thing. I think you should. Because this is our first October episode, hypothetically. Well, yeah, second, is. besides Cabin. Yeah, it's the first real episode, though. All right, gentlemen. I'm okay with that. What are we... So... Go ahead. Next week is Saturday. Or Friday. You got, Are you going out of town? No. Are you going? Are you going to be back? I'm coming back Saturday morning. So the options are Saturday night or Sunday after Ashton Place. Are you going out of town? No, I'm not going to. Okay. So I I think Saturday night should be. Yeah, let's do Saturday. Okay. You guys Next Saturday night. You guys confirm it to sometime this week and I'll plan on it for now cuz I'm going to be at a, I'm literally won't have soul service until Saturday morning. So when I get when We'll I, get together before that. Okay. When I dock, I'll need an answer cuz I need to know if I need to rush back home or not. We'll do Miller's next week sometime. When? Ooh. We'll do a meeting before we'll do, you get we'll back. We'll do it on Friday. Yeah, when we do it Jesse's Saturday, not when either. We'll do Saturday at lunch. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> You're going on a cruise. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm out of here. <laughs> uh.